hell yes. Woo! Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Black Sky Legion, episode 134, Leviathan. Tonight is May 27, 2022. I am your host, Kai Zen, and I have got in my left hand a bottle of Pops McCann pre-prohibition recipe Irish whiskey in my right hand. I got myself an ice cold dragon's milk that I just popped during that song. And speaking of that song, holy shit, that was no diggity. Black Street by the main squeeze. The link is in the show notes. I'm going to post it here as well. Go support this awesome band. Subscribe to their YouTube channel. Buy their merch. Buy their tracks. Go see them live. They're on a tour uh, coming up within like the next month or so. Go and check them out. Here in the stream live chat, you should see right now, you should see the information on the band. All right, let's go around the horn and see who's with me tonight. Uh, let's see. Uh, Suv is in transit somewhere in Southeast Asia. Wolf is on vacation with the wife, so he won't be here. I think he'll be back just in time to prep for next week's show. But we have my main man, Tweet74, in the house. Say hello to the beautiful people, Tweet. Hey, everybody. I am back tonight. Sorry I missed you all last week. Got some fun things to talk about. There's a lot of space things happening out there. Oh, hells yes. What you drinking tonight? What kind of special flavor coffee you got? Yeah, uh, actually, the wife came home from the grocery store with some Dunkin' Donuts chocolate-covered strawberry-flavored coffee, heavy brew, deep, dark brew coffee, and I'm actually drinking it for the first time ever tonight, and I gotta say, it's pretty goddamn good. Hell yeah, hell yeah. And we've got, from the Star Citizen Research Group, we got Chad Lozan, my main man in the house. How you doing, Chad, and what you drinking this beautiful evening? Great. I'm doing well. I'm drinking a Minute Maid mango juice bev beverage that uh, it's, it's a new thing from them. It's pretty good. Hell yeah. Right on. Right on. And our special guest tonight, we've got New Soul in the house. Let's kick it off with Fist to Face. Say hello to you people, Fist, and tell them what you're drinking tonight. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, um, I'm just drinking on a little something, uh, a little green concoction I made downstairs before the show. I call it the Green Goblin. Basically what it does is it goes into your body and then it tries to fix all of the Green Goblins that's in your guts. You there you go. I mean? Try to help that out. There you <laughs> go. There you go. I thought I had Martin Lawrence on here at first when you were like, all right, all right, all right. All right, all right. We got Pops in space in the house. Say hello to the beautiful people, Pops, and tell them what you're drinking. Hey, hey uh, what I'm drinking is some uh, water mixed with a little coriander. Ooh, nice. Very classy. Very, very classy. All right, so let's go around the horn and see who we've got in the chat tonight. Let's see. Looking at this. First off, I got to apologize. We started off like 15 minutes late because there was technical issues. Uh, I'm so glad that we had New Soul in the house tonight because literally my tech guy is on vacation with his wife. And right as we went to go live, we're sitting there at like... 7.59, and we're like, all right, we're ready to go. 
hey, wait a second. Why is there no sound at all being recorded from any of our mics? And uh, I, I shared my screen with the uh, brilliant and talented Fistaface who tech supported me live and we got that shit fixed. So super, super thankful to you guys. Wow. Wow, so thank you. Thank you. So in the chat, we got Raxless Maxla in the house. Hi, oh, we've got Chad Lozan. We've got Commander Soul Ripper 101, Crazy Shack 48, Tom Servo. We got Tweak 74, Fast Cart in the house from Soul Citizens. Big salute to you, sir. We got Jay. I, I know you. I know you. One of the regulars. We got, let's see here, to do fist to face. We've got pops in space. We've got Trey York one. Let's see. And looking through, looking through, looking through. Crazy chat. We got Gomab from Soul Citizens. Hello, hello. Big salute. Uh, we got DV only. Tragic Blue 21. Uh, Yuki Bomb. Oh, I love you, Chica. We got Juki Bomb in the house. Juki, uh, we're going to get to Juki tonight. We got, uh, something from, from our, our favorite, uh, 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 passion developer from, uh, of Fly Dangerous fame. We got, let's see here. Elix, Elix, thank you so much as always for, for helping out with the back, uh, tech stuff, checking the sound levels and whatnot. Uh, yeah. All right. Hey, Griffin Gaming. Oh, there we go. Griff, Griff in the house. Hello, hello. Uh, let's see here. How did I miss that? I'm skipping through, scrolling through, whatever. I'm, 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 at this point, my brain is fried. We got so much shit to talk about tonight. Oh, my God. So let's, let me run down the, the lineup for you just so you have an idea what we're going to be talking about tonight. We've got on the agenda, congratulations to NASA and Boeing for safely bringing back the Starliner on its maiden voyage to the ISS, despite some technical issues. Also from Real Science, a look at what SpaceX's choice in rocket fuel development means for all of us. From Thing a Week, we've got The Man Who Fell to Earth, deconstruction of a scene. As I promised you last week, we're going to talk about an amazing scene that will blow your dome. We've got from Star Trek Strange New Worlds, a spoiler-free review of Episode 4. The way we're going to do it, it's like a half-hour review. It's a maze balls. you got to see it. I'm just going to tease you with like the first 20 seconds, and then I'm going to link it so you can go check it out. We've got a spoiler-free review of Night Sky Season 1. Orville is back. Obi-Wan, holy shit. Shipbreaker just dropped. Fly Dangerous launched on Steam to glory and applause. And we got some HunterNet Starfighter news. In addition to that, we've got an interview with New Soul. We've got all of your Elite Dangerous, No Man's Sky, and Star Citizen news. All that and more, so stay tuned. Let's see if the plugs work this week. If you're listening to us on the podcast and would like to see the live show and visuals, check us out on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash blacksky-legion and on Twitch at twitch.com.
All right. I just killed the plugs because I don't know what's going on. That's the one. Mm, we'll, we'll get to that next week. Hey, uh, I'll sum it up. Surprise. Sub, yeah. Subscribe if you want. If you don't, who fucking cares? There you go. Uh, let's hit it right off with, as I said, congratulations to uh, uh, Boeing and NASA for bringing back their uh, Starliner after its first docking with the ISS. They had multiple problems with regard to this one. They lost two thrusters. They lost their thermal control system. They had various other issues, including uh, they had uh, one of the central, uh, what is it, RCS uh, computers just shit the bed. This was pretty scary, especially after what happened, if you remember, a, you know, within the last year when the Nauka had uh, uh, engine misfires that were basically threatening the ISS because it was docked with the ISS at the time, but... Um, you know, look, they had issues for sure. Boeing has had issues the entire way with this uh, uh, Starliner program, but it didn't screw up the ISS, and they're going to be able to review the data from all of this, and I'm just glad that nobody was hurt and everything worked out okay. Nobody was in the ship. It was a unmanned test flight. Uh, but I've got a link here to a Washington Post article that breaks down uh, the good and the bad, the whole nine yards of what happened with that um, Starliner trip. Uh, so, you know, fingers crossed that everything goes well. And we'll let me just check here. Cut out in the middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got the audio for that. Uh, I'm going to hop to the next thing, and then I'll take if anybody has any uh, commentary on either of these. We'll get into it. Link number two we have is a real engineering channel. Why SpaceX is using a new fuel. This is uh, a video that you absolutely have to see. I'm linking it here for everyone, and it will be in the show notes for the YouTube channel. So basically, let me break this down to you. All rockets that have been sent up so far have used basically a combination of two fuels, kerosene and liquid hydrogen. Kerosene does not burn anywhere near as efficiently as liquid hydrogen, but it's way easier to store. So stage one booster rockets normally are powered by kerosene. And the way that you can tell if it's a rocket that's firing off kerosene is you get that those billowing black smoke. You know, it's very dirty and sooty looking uh, as a byproduct of, of using that fuel in your thrusters. <clears throat> so that's a problem for SpaceX because when you have something that fires that dirty, if it's a one-time rocket like was previously used by NASA, um, wait, mods, can we get the Discord link? I, I, I linked it there. Did it not go? Yeah, the link is showing up. It's there. Yeah, all right. Um so if you if you fire something that dirty, it's not great for reusable rockets, which is what SpaceX is using. Liquid hydrogen is way, way more um, efficient for use in space. But the problem with it is se several fold. Number one, it, it's bulky. It takes up a lot of space uh, to store it. Number two, 
it has like a boil off temperature of like minus 250 degrees centigrade. So like you have to keep it really, really super cold. And number three, it causes a specific type of corrosion to the metals of the tanks that store it, which they call metallic embrittlement. Basically, it makes the metal really, really brittle, prone to break. Again, in old school rockets where you fire it once and throw it away, that's not a big deal. But with what Elon's trying to do, what SpaceX is trying to do, you really want both a fuel that burns clean and one that doesn't break the tanks that it's in because you want to reuse these rockets. And yes, it is monstrously uh, expensive. <clears throat> now, there's a third type of fuel that hasn't really seen a lot of use, and that's methane rocket fuel. And methane rocket fuel is easier it, it, it it's clean number one it's clean it's it's very clean compared to to either of the other two well compared to kerosene and it doesn't have the embrittlement problem that uh liquid hydrogen has it also is is odd in that it is easier to store it doesn't you know it doesn't uh uh like i said embrittle or or, or cause the 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 engines get gummed up with soot and it has one other very important positive, and that's this. You can basically convert through a very simple process, you can convert carbon dioxide into methane fuel for rockets. And 95% of the atmosphere of Mars is, you guessed it, carbon dioxide. So... Elon is putting money, or space, I should not say Elon, SpaceX is putting money into uh, um, developing better methods for extracting and using methane as rocket fuel because it's not worth it to do it on Earth because kerosene is so cheap and liquid hydrogen is actually fairly cheap and, and more efficient, you know, pound for pound. But it's definitely worth it if you're planning on going to Mars and refueling your tank when you're there. Because when you're there, kerosene isn't easily available. Neither is liquid hydrogen. An interesting side effect of this is that when you cook off, when you extract the carbon dioxide and use the process to turn it into convert it into methane rocket fuel the what it creates as a byproduct is o2 oxygen so literally it will be useful to extract the rocket fuel on location in mars to use to fire your rockets back and do whatever you need to do and it will create as a byproduct usable oxygen for your habitats, so for your growing, you know, food and whatnot. Now, a lot of times people say like, oh, all this is great. All you billionaires going to space and all this going to Mars, but fix Earth, fix Earth. What about Earth? Why are you dealing with space when you could be dealing with the problems of Earth? Well, let's just take a second to evaluate that. Greenhouse gases and, and what what some people, what scientists call climate change is somewhat 
a byproduct of just the natural cycle of things. You will have climate change whether humans were on the planet or not. But it's also a byproduct and exacerbated greatly, uh, as is the scientific consensus, by the production of carbon dioxide through various activities of humans on the planet. You're literally talking about a process by which, theoretically, if the money comes through and the science gets through and, and it like somebody is putting si money into this to develop this process because NASA isn't really developing this and the Chinese aren't really developing this and the Russians aren't really developing this. SpaceX is looking at this. I mean, not as much as SpaceX is. They're looking at this saying, we have Mars on the agenda and we got to be able to get back. So in putting money into developing better ways to do this process, theoretically, we could be in a situation where 10 years from now, they've licked this problem and they have converters on all those big smokestacks that are spitting out carbon dioxide. They have converters uh, you know, on, you know, vehicles and whatnot. They have, in fact, potentially, possibly even some way, like a, a large-scale way to extract carbon dioxide from the atmosphere and convert it into methane for use as fuel and oxygen, which, not for nothing, is pretty good for our planet. So... Like I said, the link is in the show notes. It's a 16-minute long engineering uh, a video that really gets into lots of details that I think are eye-opening to lots of people, or, or at least I hope they are. It definitely was to me. Let's uh, see. Does anybody have any comment they want to add to the real science section of the show for this evening? Anything you thought, oh, that's interesting, or hey, what about that? What about this? All of it. All of it's interesting, Professor Kai. That was amazing. Yeah, I, I got to say, I've been pretty sick this week. I've missed all of this stuff, really. But it makes perfect sense that we've already got the science. We know we know the resources that are on Mars, thanks to the rover and everything we've done there through the years. And now somebody is finally trying to link these systems together. What can we do to refuel? How can we use that to help us with our habitats? How can we use that to help us with this? to get us one step closer to being able to get to Mars. It's 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 the step that needs to happen before we can actually begin some form of deep space exploration. Yep. So I've reposted again the link in the in the show notes and in the in the live chat. Please go check it out. This video is something that you should watch. To me, I I think some of the greatest goals that we need to be dealing with on this planet that in the top 5 to me are like Dealing with uh, disparity between people. Some people are suffering. Some people are, are living in luxury. Uh, we need to become a multiplanetary species. We need to figure out ways to address problems better than through war. We need to deal with climate change. You know, that's four out of the top five as far as I'm concerned. And this is a situation where two of those could potentially be on the way towards being solved. Anybody, Chad, you got anything on this one? Okay, Chad is muted. Everybody take a drink. 
All right. All right. We'll we'll move it on. I'm sorry. I don't want to. I know people are like, get to the space fidget games. I got you. But I I'm just okay. I'm I'm a marine. I'm an idiot. But like I'm also a nerd. I'm you know. So when I see stuff like this, I just geek out and I'm like, oh, that shit looks so cool. All right, so let's <laughs> let's keep it moving here. Let's see. How about we get to sort of on the same subject of dealing with climate change and all that stuff from before. Remember last week I was telling you, I was hyping you guys up about the man who fell to earth, and I was telling you there was a scene in episode four of that that blew my mind with regard to like the world's dependency on fossil fuel and whatnot. I'm going to show you this scene and then we're going to talk about it because this is a lawyer who I told you, like he freaks out when he finds out about, you know, that they're talking about having uh, um, fusion. And he's like, do you understand? Like our earth is, is addicted to fossil fuels. What the hell are you trying to do? Check out this scene and then let's talk about it. God damn. That scene, I was like, holy shit. First off, this entire show, if Chiatel Ejiofor and Naomi Harris and Clark Peters and Bill Nighy don't all get some recognition, it's a travesty. Chiatel Ejiofor as the alien, uh, as Faraday in this show, is fucking amazing. I'm talking best actor of the it's, year category it's always been great i think oh, yeah. who i'm thinking wasn't he the assassin in serenity back in the day no yes. wait chiatel edgefor was. was that was yes, he, he was. was he was a Jer- yes, jubal early yes he was holy shit i mean i know him from 12 years a slave dirty pretty things you know like mm-hmm. he's been in a bunch of he was jubal early holy mm-hmm. shit that breaks my brain that breaks my fucking brain. He was great in uh, that Sherlock Holmes where he was Dr. Watson. Oh, oh my God. Wow. All right. I, no. What? That was him? I got to I got to Wow. That, that, that. Mm. All right. Yes. He's an amazing actor. Like, and, and, and in this show. Well, you got to make sure that because like Fastcard is, is saying in Serenity because that's what um is it tweet? Yeah, yeah, not that? in the show. He was in the movie. Not, in, okay, he was, he was in uh, Serenity. He was the assassin that was sent to yes. hunt down. <clears throat> okay, yeah, 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 yeah. In Serenity, yeah. So Jubal Early was from the final episode of the show, and that was a different actor. But I was like, there's no way that couldn't have been him. But like, okay, okay, you're talking about from the movie Serenity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, and he was great in that movie too. He is so. I mean, there are some guys, like for me, it's been for the longest time, it's been William H. Macy, Don Cheadle, uh, um, oh, how am I blanking? Every time I blank on his name now, he was in uh, uh, The Last Mile, he, he, he's God. Who is Black God? What's his name? Uh, uh, Freeman? Morgan Freeman. Morgan. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> like, I, I'm sorry, but as far as I'm concerned... Morgan Freeman is God. Prove me wrong. Like, he is the voice of God. If you say, oh, what does God sound like? It's Morgan Freeman. <laughs> There's no way that it's not Morgan Freeman. And if you if you disagree, well, I'm sorry, but you're just wrong. Uh, but Chiatel Ejiofor <laughs> is very, very quickly, like, establishing himself 
in that like if 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 you just say hey cheetah tells in this okay i'll watch it i don't care what it is i'm sure it's gonna be good we'll figure it out when we get there but also uh her uh naomi uh naomi harris is amazing in in this show i've been singing this the praises of this show to everyone and i feel like very few people actually go and check it out of the people that check it out everyone has said like oh this is amazing thanks i i feel like five percent of the people i tell to go see this show see it but of those 5%, 100% love it. So do with that information what you will. But I wanted to, especially calling back to the last conversation we had about new technologies disrupting the way we do business on this planet. I think a lot of our dependency on fossil fuels, and don't get, I'm not trying to get left wing, right wing, whatever the fuck. I'm, I'm, I'm not getting into all that. But... Our dependency on oil has caused, I think, a lot of governments around the world to do a lot of shady shit. And also, like, we're literally burning dinosaur bones to get keep our shit going. When, like, there was an interview with Elon Musk uh, last year where they were talking about it. And he said, you know, if you were to take 100 square miles of land in, like, Texas and devote it all to solar capture, we could literally power all of the United States just off of 100 square miles. And I know that might sound like, oh, that's crazy, whatever. You don't know how big Texas is. I'm from Texas. There was a study that they did. There was a thing, a report they put out. They said if they were to take every man, woman, and child in the United States of America, all 50 states, and put them only in Texas. Each person would have a square, more than a square mile around them for their space. That's how big Texas is. We don't need to burn plants and dinosaurs from thousands and thousands of years ago that have been squished under pressure and turned into oil. We don't need that. We need to move towards being a Kardashev type 1 society, which is we use solar wind water we use the energy that is provided to us that is absolutely sustainable and that is not me being some kind of left-wing hippie whatever that's me saying i don't want to keep having to be in bed with the saudis i don't want to keep having weird situations where we question what our government is doing all around the world i don't want to be in a situation where energy doesn't make sense you're burning a thing that has a finite whatever and we're going to run out of it and then it's going to be really bad. We're hurting the environment to access it. We have free energy all around us. Let's use it. So that, again, ties into the previous conversation about changes in technology making sort of changes in our world, but also is just a yet another blatant excuse for me to evangelize this fucking show there, honestly, this is, I think, one of the top three, if not four, shows on television now. Period. No question. So, 
go and check it out. The link is in the show notes. I've posted it in the, um, you know, whatchamacallit. I posted it in the live chat. I will post it again right now. The show airs on Showtime, but the first two episodes you can get absolutely for free by just going to YouTube because they posted it up there for people to see. You need to go see it. And after that, I think support them, throw them a few bucks. If you want to steal it or do whatever you want to do, I'm not your dad. You do you. Anybody mm-hmm. uh, want to hop in with commentary with regard to this amazing sure. show or the scene? Hop in, Fist. Sure, sure. Um, all right. To the point of um, about, you know, the, the, the fossil fuels and uh, that, that whole thing, um, mm-hmm. that whole scene. I don't know if you guys remember um and pop jump in here if you correct me if i'm wrong on this one um back in the day a gentleman gentleman invented uh a washing machine yeah that could um wash your clothes with sound whoa you know what i'm saying yeah 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 Yeah. sonic vibrations right what it was it would clean your clothes better than you could do by you know by agitating water it would also your clothing wouldn't have the wear and tear so then you would be destroying the detergent market clothing you wouldn't have to buy clothing as frequently um as you do because um you know the washing machine that cleans mm-hmm. your clothes is, is wearing your clothes out so they mm-hmm. he um had a patent for it and they bought it took it and locked it away Yep, very bad one. Oh, also, you also told me about cars. Yeah, I've heard. Oh, this is a big one. This oh, yeah. It's a big one, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cars can run on water. Seawater. Yeah. I've seen that. They took that one. They took that one, too. I've seen so many variations of that, of stories of cars that run on water, cars that run on seawater, cars that run on, was it hydrogen or helium? But it's, it, it's like... um. Uh, there's a there's a thing you do and and people say like oh he, you know helium uh, or with hydrogen uh the hindenburg no no it's a uh, a special tank that holds the it holds the 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 hydrogen in a different form and then basically it gives off as it like cool or as it warms it gives off hydrogen as a byproduct and you siphon it off and you run your tank that way. I've heard of so many of these where it's like a, a revolutionary new technology that would change the world forever, but the big oil companies or the big whoever that are involved in, nah, let's keep shit how it is because we're running shit, they like either discredit the people, get them arrested, kill them, buy the patent, lock it away, do whatever to squash it. And I think, man, I hope we're on the cusp of doing things differently because you're seeing these guys, you're seeing, you know, Elon Musk, you're seeing, uh, um, you know, whoever, you're seeing these big rich guys go like, nah, we're ready to buck the system. We're going to whatever. And I hope that change is coming because it needs to come. Yeah, there was an old, <clears throat> excuse me, it was an older uh, movie. I think it's a, probably at least 20 years old. That's similar in theme to mm-hmm. this. It had uh, Val Kilmer mm-hmm. 
and the um let's see the young lady that she played in babysitter oh i know what you're talking about you're talking about the saint yes that was great where she she had she had worked on fusion exactly and it was very similar to to this and and that so it's been around it's been known for quite some time okay okay all right oil that whole oil dependency uh yeah now, does anybody have anything? Anybody wants just from even if you haven't seen anything else, if you just see this clip, are those not three charismatic as fuck people that you want to see more about their story? <laughs> yeah, pretty looks intriguing. Yeah, definitely. Hell yeah! All right, go check out the man who fell to earth. I swear to God, it is number one. Like right now, it is in the top five of all sci-fi shows in my money that are on the air. And you're going to see with what we're talking about, that that's saying something. And number two, I feel like it's good to have, uh, like, I don't know, man. I, I'm, I'm always reluctant to say this because then people get on you and whatever. But, like, look, it's good to have a diversity of voices and faces and whatever in the room. I like The Expanse because it's an amazing show. But as a side effect, a side issue, I also like the fact that it was such a diverse cast and so it was interesting and, and help whatever. For the longest time, I feel like sci-fi has been a, you know, sort of white dude-dominated thing. And when you see these beautiful uh, faces of people of color hopping into and and just shining and just fucking doing amazing work in the in the field of sci-fi i i absolutely love it so too and we're going to get to this a little uh when you have just 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 a variation sci-fi that's a little bit different and we're going to get to that here in in just a minute when we talk about night sky for a very different reason it's it, it, it's not even about uh uh you know people of color so much as it is it's an elderly couple and it tells a different type of story and it changes and stretches what sci-fi can be and i think that's fucking beautiful man i i I love that shit all right so next up we've got uh does anybody else have anything on uh uh the man who fell to earth before we move on i don't know if you guys have seen it i hope to god that you guys will see it and the next week i'm gonna ask hey what's everybody's favorite sci-fi thing and i hope people are like have some stories on the man who fell to, to earth Anybody else before I move on? All right, here we go. Next up, we've got um, this is a clip taken from a review. This guy is Blunty, who's talking about Star Trek Strange New Worlds, Episode 4, Memento Mori. Check it out, and then we're going to talk about it. Let's talk Trek, because once more, oh my green gawny goodness, am I eager to talk about Trek again, and this week's episode of Strange New Worlds in particular. It is a superb episode of Star Trek in every glorious tradition of classic Trek, and rather interestingly, might be the best blending yet of so-called new Trek sensibilities and the best of old school Star Trek. This episode is so good, it just might be the very best episode of Star Trek we have had in at least a decade and a half or more. Maybe even two full decades, depending on how much you love Enterprise's best episodes. All right, I just gave you a little uh, teaser on that, so I cut it off there. Um, uh, uh... 
let's see. Uh, what was the name of the, the the Taylor guy on Star Trek Discovery? The guy that was a spy, but he was hanging out. In the, he was like a, a Taylor. Was it? It was Garrick. Garrett? Garrick? Uh, on Deep Space Nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On Deep Space Nine. Yeah, Garrett. 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 Garrick was the bad guy who ran the place before. Garrett. Whatever. Anyways. Yes, there's just somebody in the chat started me on a side tangent on Deep Space Nine, and I had to respond. Yes, that Deep Space Nine was, in fact, I think, Cisco is my my favorite captain, and then behind him is Picard, behind him is Kirk, um, and behind him would be Archer. Uh, but I loved both Cisco and Garrett, Garrick, whichever one that was the tail, the good one. You know what I mean. Uh, I love both of those uh, 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 deeply. Um, all right. So that review came from a guy's channel. His name is Blunty and I, I linked it in the show notes. I really want to promote this guy's awesome channel. Uh, I clipped out just a little teaser trailer. He is, he goes on for like 20 minutes, 30 minutes on how this is some of the best, absolute best Star Trek out there and he basically makes a very strong claim that i think is is valid on this is the best star trek we've seen in 30 plus years depending i'm a huge star trek enterprise fan nobody else it seems like was I, but i am fuck it I, I i'll say loved enterprise. hell yeah hell yeah can i get an amen all right but like <laughs> star trek strange new worlds i thought we were done with star trek that could be good and we're not because it's amazeballs um so yeah uh go check out both this guy's channel but more importantly go to paramount plus throw him some dollars if you don't want to or you're poor steal it whatever i'm not your dad but like throw him some dollars uh because this I thought we were done in my lifetime of having Star Trek that was real fucking Star Trek. This is real fucking Star Trek, and it's amazing. I loved... Uh, so far, Momentum Mori just came out yesterday. I saw it immediately. I watched it twice. It's amazing. I am madly in love with uh, uh, the Captain Pike, what, Ansel Mount, or whatever the hell. He's got a weird name, but like... That dude is fuck. Yes, yes, please. The guy who plays Spock. Yes. Uh, the fucking uh, 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 Kamina drummer, whatever the fuck her name is, Lulian Unanian Song. The the one that is on the 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 the, tra the picture there, the trailer. Amazing. Um, uh, what's her name as number one? Uh, 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 what's her name? She was married to that uh, guy from Full House. Uh, I don't know. She's amazing. Uh, everybody, uh, 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 the doctor, uh, Mabenga, amazing. The fucking weird dude with the tentacle things coming off his head, the, the snorkel guy, the guy that looks like a snork uh, that's blind. Ama yeah, Rebecca Romain. Ama everybody in this show so far, killing it, and I, I love it. Uh, I don't want to spoil it, so I'm not going to spoiler it, but I'm going to say there is one scene that involves – sort of a quasi combat or or whatever chase that that evolves on the event horizon of a black hole 
holy shit, it's great. I, I, look, Star Trek, I'm declaring it now. In this show, on this, I, I hate that they put this on a, like a platform where it's behind a paywall, whatever. If you're like anti-establishment and hate paywalls, steal it. But if you're like, hey, I got a few dollars, I, I, I can afford to whatever, I want to support these people for making good Star Trek again, go throw them a few dollars. They deserve your shekels. This shit is great. Uh, going around the horn, who's got feels on this Star Trek Strange New Worlds and or this episode in particular? Chad, I know you had some. Go ahead. Yeah, so I did watch it. I watched episode three and four today. It was good. It's getting better. Um, there's a lot of setup in the first couple episodes that, that they're now kind of paying off. And, of course, without Anson Mount's hair, the show wouldn't be nearly as good <laughs> because yeah, that's some awesome hair. Wow. Um, <laughs> the um, the effects are great. Now, I noticed the episodes are long. They're like 53, 55 minutes long. Love it. Most network, network TV today is 42, maybe. Yeah. Of all the commercials. So they're able to add an extra 10-ish minutes for each episode to make it even that much more in-depth without having to rush everything. Mm. Um, and I like the fact that this is an episodic show, not like this This 10 episodes of one whole story dragged out over two and a half months. It's that, you know, they're all individual episodes like old Star Trek was. Old school Trek. And TNG yeah. and... Halfway, halfway Enterprise. Ha- Enterprise had some yeah. episodic and some yeah. like arc stuff. Right. They had the first two years of one giant arc, and then the second two years was kind of a big arc as well. But mm. yeah. So overall, it's 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 not it's not. I think they've learned their lessons from those who didn't like Discovery, mm. um, and and uh, even Picard, that they have a all new cast. It's you know there's familiar characters as Spock, of course, mm. and Uhura. And there's Chapel, um, who just see? wants wants to be as sassy as, as anything you know mm-hmm. out there. Yeah, and uh, but there's lots of new characters as well. And yeah. this is taking place in the Kelvin timeline, so it's not really canon Trek. Um, so they can do things differently and get and I guess get away with it. But overall, it's well, it's pretty so good. Keep in mind, number one and Mabenga were both from the trail, like the first episode of Star Trek. Right, the pilot. Yeah, the pilot. Um, yes, but but there wasn't. But there was after that, so that's true. why it's Pike's ship. So they took the I, based it on that. I hundred percent get it, but like literally, so there's a story. I forget where, but there's an interview where uh, Roddenberry did, where literally, and this is, <clears throat> this is so like ugh, gross, but like in the 1960s when they were shooting the trailer and they did the trailer. They got notes back from the network, and literally the note was, and I'm paraphrasing, but I swear to God, it was this disgusting the way it was written. It was like, either lose the woman that's second in command or the Jew with the weird ears, but you can't have them both. And it's like, that's literally 1960s Hollywood fucking corporate bullshit whatever, and like you know, racist, sexist. You can't have a woman in a good position. You can't have a quote unquote space Jew with the weird ears. I remember when I heard that, I was like, mm. the person who wrote that, I want to, I want his name. 
Because that fucking person needs to answer for this. Whatever. He's dead by now. Whatever. But, like, (laughs) it's like, so there are certain things. Like, they had, they went out of their way. They had Dr. Mbenga in the first Star Trek, in that first episode. They had a black doctor. That was making a point at the time in the 60s. They had a woman second in command. That was making a point. They had... You know, uh, all of these, they had aliens in a time when, you know, everybody was like, oh, you're, you know, whatever. People were A, highly anti-Semitic and B, very whatever towards people that were different or whatever, like xenophobic or whatever. Like, they went out of their way with that show to be progressive. And so a lot of times people shit on the new Trek, whether it's Picard or Discovery or whatever. And they're like, uh, this is snowflake social justice warrior bullshit. I don't have a problem with social justice whatever in Star Trek. Star Trek is supposed to be a utopia. Star Trek is supposed to be women and minorities and the other and inclusion and utopia and whatever. I have a problem with this other Star Trek because it's depressing as fuck. And it, like, shows over and over and over, shows Starfleet as, like, bad guys. And, like, that's not what Star Trek is supposed to be. Star Trek is supposed to be super hopeful when it comes to the Federation. It's supposed to be humans have got their shit together. And we deal with darkness. We deal with prejudice. We deal with evil. We deal with violence. We deal with suppression and oppression and all of this other shit out in the galaxy but we are past that it's supposed to be hopeful and and idyllic and whatever and this star trek is and they deal it doesn't stop you in any way for like from dealing with ugly thoughts and 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 racism sexism homophobia transphobia this phobia that phobia other phobia it doesn't stop you from dealing with dark concepts, but it's supposed to be done from the lens of we're past that and we're dealing with it. Um, so like I, I'm, I, I, I'm just madly in love with the show. I honestly feel like, and we're gonna talk about in a minute. I'm just spoiler alert. We're gonna talk about uh, Kenobi. I honestly feel like right now. Star Trek, Strange New Worlds, and Obi-Wan Kenobi, and I've only seen the first two episodes, so maybe I'm just dead fucking wrong and whatever, but for the first two episodes, those two things, it's like, this is the best Star Trek and the best Star Wars I've seen in 30 fucking years, and I am so happy to be a nerd in 2022 because, holy shit, this is good. All right, I'm going to shut up now. Uh, Chad had his point. This Pops Tweak, you guys want to hop in on this uh, Star Trek Strange New World shows? I honestly haven't. Seen haven't- it. Yeah, I've I've only watched the first episode yet. I've been a Would little you... busy with some Olpix things this week. I've been sick, and uh, yeah, that Star Wars thing kind of distracted me. For me, my whole life, Star Wars has always been number one. Star Trek was a distant number two. That's so. okay. What did you think of episode I, the first I, episode? <clears throat> the first episode I liked. Of course, I I like Admiral well now Captain Pike from mm-hmm. Discovery. So I've been used to Anson Mount's character for a couple of years now, I and mean, I've always liked him. Uh, in the Star Trek universe, so Can you I believe? knew I was going to like this, and mm-hmm. I liked that episode quite a bit. I did think I saw a little bit of "quote unquote" wokeism in it, which, so? as long as they don't focus on it, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I didn't see anything in it that was going to, like, pull me in full time. Like, ooh, I can't. I, it, there's a new episode came out today. I got to watch it today. Oh. Me, personally, I prefer an episodic. I prefer a story mm-hmm. start to finish Contained. as opposed to just a new thing every week. Yeah. You know what? Here's the other thing about that. Telling a, a long story can be great in, in things like, you know, Game of Thrones, until they fuck it up at the very end, or... The Expanse, which never fucked it up. It was amazing from beginning to end. But if you're thinking long term towards the idea of uh, syndication or whatever, like having episodic episodes, an episode that you can just hop in, it tells you the start of the story, the middle of the story, the end of the story, wraps up, and then you reset for the next one. For syndication, that's gold, man, because you... Sometimes if you're tuning into a random episode, if you were to just on syndication, tune into yeah. an episode of Friends or uh, yep, what is it? It doesn't matter which one it is. Yeah, right? you just you know the whole story from the beginning. If you were to tune in episodically to just a random episode of The Expanse or a random episode of Game of Thrones, it's kind of hard because you're like, what came before this? What came after this? Where am I at in the story? You're trying to figure shit out. Fist, Pops, what do you guys think of uh, Star Trek Strange New Worlds? Oh, well, the only thing I, I want to make a comment on mm-hmm. is about um, what you touched on was about the um, not not letting, um, you know, the diversity mm-hmm. come through. And I remember as a kid, because I grew up on it, I remember seeing, uh, and I especially remember seeing um, Shell Nichols mm. and how much hope that brought and that's what Mm -hmm. they didn't want to give us Mm -hmm. any hope they wanted you know not to give us the uh, insight to say oh look at what I can be and look at what and she was such an inspiration and that first kiss was Mm -hmm. uh, so daring that uh, her and Kirk did but it it, um, to think that people uh, thought like that uh, which is uh, you know, uh, mm-hmm. you know, in in the past, but that that's really what it was about. It was about keeping us from uh, having hope and uh, anything towards the future. Mm. Well said, pops. Well said, fist. Same, same as pops. You know, I haven't got a chance to see the show. Um, definitely looking forward to doing so. Just got a lot on the plate right now. You know, oh, yeah. watching things. Yeah, oh, you yeah. know, I've been watching uh something on Netflix. Uh, the the Pentaverish or something like that. Oh, Michael with Myers uh, Mike Myers. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God, man. That thing is just hilarious. I got to check it uh, out. You know, <laughs> but, you know, um, not to change the subject. Um, but, yeah, you know, just to echo what Pop said, you know, actually, you know, it's kind of funny, though. Um, he was actually the one. My dad was actually the one who got me into watching Star mm-hmm. Trek. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always liked Star Wars. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I didn't get him to watch Star Trek, but he actually, you know, um, but it was like about a good 10 or 15 years ago. I think we started watching it mm-hmm. and I liked it so much that, you know, we actually bought the Blu-ray uh, box DVD set of the movies, the mm. old movies. So Woo. I have all the movies on Blu-ray downstairs. Woo. <laughs> you know, we watched them all. Yo, you know. V'ger for reals. Oh yeah. Hell oh, yeah. That was a long movie. Jesus. Yeah, it was. Yeah, that movie was about a half hour too long because they were in love with the special effects that they were like, look what we yeah, can do. But it was just... yeah. I 
strongly, strongly concur, and I cannot tell you um, enough how much I recommend. Enjoy what you're watching, and when you got time, first, check out The Man Who Fell to Earth. And then, check out Star Trek Strange New Worlds. And then, check out Obi-Wan. It's so good. All right. Oh, I definitely will be. Definitely yeah. will be. Hell yeah. All right. Next up, we have got a little discussion about, and I'm not going to play any clip this time because the cock nozzles over at Amazon Prime can go fuck themselves. Uh, I'm just going to play, uh, I'm going to hit here, asset four, Night Sky. So two weeks ago, three weeks ago, whatever, we played the trailer for Night Sky. And to promote it and talk about it, and I shit you not, the cock nozzles that do the algorithm, whatever, ticked a box somewhere at Amazon Prime. And I'm a huge Amazon fanboy, so, but I call anybody out on their bullshit. They blocked our episode, so I had to edit it out, and it took like 10 hours for them to, like, click okay you're fine your show can be visible now all we did was play the two minute trailer for night sky and then we discussed it which is a transformative work it's what we do all the time and it's allowed by law but whatever putting that aside night sky on amazon prime season one came out holy shit it's amazing i watched it Brittany and I watched it together. We started at like 7 or 8 at night, and we went till like 3 in the morning, and then after, after finishing the entire season, went to bed because it was like, oh, God. It's, we should have stopped four hours ago, but we couldn't. Uh, <clears throat> I'm going to give a spoiler-free uh, review of Night Sky. I applaud Amazon Prime for saving the expanse and now for putting on this amazingly thoughtful show. This is incredibly sci-fi like the expanse, but really takes its time as a thoughtful character piece as well. I'm madly in love with the old couple as well as their granddaughter and the new member of the family. Uh, for any who come for the sci-fi and are thinking of checking out after an episode or two because they aren't feeling that like they're getting enough of the sci-fi stick it out trust me in the end you will get all of the extra galactic dopamine hit uh that you've waiting for but you also get a hauntingly beautiful love story spanning decades that is both filled with a lifetime high love affair as well as a heartbreaking loss I've loved her, Sissy Spacek, since Coal Miner's Daughter. And I've loved him, um, shit, I'm blanking on his name just at the moment. The guy who played J. Jonah Jameson and whatever. I've loved him ever since he scared the ever-loving shit out of me as the white supremacist serial rapist in Oz, the show that was the Showtime show from prison where, like, yeah, mm -hmm. oof. These actors are both treasures and have the talent to pull off Shakespeare in the RSC. Getting to see them showcase their talents in my personal favorite genre, sci-fi. It's... Mm. While at the same time, they're stretching their genre through 
superb acting, writing, and direction as to make a piece that would stand on its own two feet as more than worthy, even had all of the sci-fi been stripped out of it, is a pure joy. I started watching the series, as I said, in the afternoon, and binged the entire series in one go. I will say, just because, look, I'm going to be honest with you. It starts with an amazing, like uh, an interesting story of this little old couple, and then it blows your mind with a sci-fi reveal. And then I think maybe like it doesn't get back into really heavy sci-fi territory for like another three or four episodes. And I think some people might be like, well, that's it. I'm checking out whatever. But like, trust me, wait. Where it ends for season one absolutely demands a season two and pays off all of the sci-fi-ness of the, the hook. The hook is this little old couple have a tunnel underneath their, mm, what is it, like a shed? Let's call it a shed. And in that tunnel underneath their shed, it leads to a weird chamber. And in that chamber, there is a teleport device, let's call it, that sends them across the galaxy to a another planet and another galaxy where they're sitting there like looking at a view outside of this room that has like you know like it's it's Tatooine or whatever you're like two planets three a uh, ringed whatever and different stars and whatever and it's like what the fuck is going on here <laughs> uh night sky is amazing for the same reason like i said for the diversity of voices the same reason why I love, uh, you know, Star Trek Strange New Worlds for bringing in different ethnicities or whatever. The same reason why I love The Expanse for bringing in different ethnicities and whatever. I love Night Sky for bringing in a different viewpoint. It's two white people, but it's two 80-year-old, 70-year-old, whatever white people who have a, you know, half-black granddaughter and there's uh there's different there's there's people f like from Argentina that fit into the story and a Russian dude it's it is and it, i i i don't care about don't add you know black people or women or 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 Asians or Mexicans or don't add them just to add them as a gimmick but add them because it feels right in a true and 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 real story and you fucking have me as a consumer. I'm there for it. Don't make it a weird hook. Don't make the token black guy, the token Asian guy, the token woman, the token whatever. But write a real story that feels right with old people. That fucking blows my mind. It's different than anything you're seeing anywhere else. And it's like, but these two actors are amazing. And they tell a story so well. J.K. Simmons is the dude. Yes. Sissy Spacek and J.K. Simmons. Like, take out all, strip out all the sci-fi. Just tell the story of these two old people living their life. It's still beautiful. I'm there for it. But the sci-fi adds an extra layer to it. 
I've promoted the show for like two weeks, three weeks, whatever. I don't know. Maybe nobody's seen it still from from our group, but I'm going to throw it out there. Does anybody have commentary they want to add to this subject? I haven't seen it. Okay. All right. No problem. I haven't seen it either, but I do like both the actors. I mean, first time I saw Sissy Spacek, she was Carrie. Yeah, in, yep. in a Stephen King movie a hundred ten years ago. Yep, so yep. It, it'll definitely be on the list. It's a long ways down the list because there's so much right now. But it, it'll yeah. be it's a good time to, be to a watch nerd. when I'm going around going. Hmm, I watched everything. What to do now? It's a good time to be a nerd, man. It's a good time to love yes, sci-fi is. shit. Imagine a story of a little old couple that have a interdimensional stargate underneath their shed in the backyard that takes them to a weird place where they can just sit out there and stare upon the galaxy. If that doesn't hook you, then don't watch the show because you're dead inside. But <laughs> it's great. All right. Last call. Anybody got anything on this before I move on? All right. Moving on. Next up, we've got... Oh, my God. I've been waiting on this for so many years. Hold on a second. Check this out. A traveler comes upon the statue of an emperor inscribed with the words, My name is Ozymandias, king of kings. Look upon my works and despair. Only there's nothing left beside it except empty desert. It is good to be back. I really wish they'd let us play music up here. Why? Because we'd already be on our feet, ready for action. We have considered your request for passage through our territory, and we will not stop you. But do not expect us to save you. Kalon ship pursuing. Exploration always carries risk. I say we risk it. Everything forbidden is sweet. This is a good day. It is a good day. You do know where you're going, right? Nope. Oh, boy. Let's go make some history. I didn't prepare anything. Just speak from your heart. We're about to enter unexplored space. I know you're all just as excited as I am, so... Let's give this everything we got, and... May the Force be with you. How was that? Perfect. We've served together. We've laughed together. And we all owe each other our lives. You will surrender or you will die. Gordon! On it! And it's a very special thing. We should all get big bonuses. This is history in the making. Here's to a better future. I will be sure to bring my, what does Lieutenant Malloy call it? My A-game. There you go, buddy. We have to find a way to preserve some kind of peace. Humans have a tendency to reduce things to black and white, good and evil. We can find a way to coexist. You're a Kalon. Your people would like to see us all dead. After all these years, you're still able to surprise me. Show the galaxy that humans are different, that we value life even when our enemies don't. Captain, you are being deceived. It's almost like yesterday was one life. And today's another. different on this side of time. Definitely worth 
worth the wait. All right. So the Orville. Fuck yeah. Okay, so basically the Orville died on Fox and then it's being brought back by Disney Plus several years later. They're streaming this starting on June 2nd. So next week. I cannot wait. Um, I've said for years the Orville is the best Star Trek on television. And, I mean, obviously it's because I wasn't a huge fan of the Star Trek that was on television. And now we're actually getting good Star Trek on television with regard to Star Trek The Next the next generation strange new worlds which is fucking amazing but that doesn't remove my love for the orville i've seen every episode at least twice sometimes three times orville is i think fucking incredible disney plus is bringing it back and i am here for it i say again if you're broke Inflation is hitting you hard. Steal that shit. I don't give a fuck. I'm not your dad. If you have a few dollars, if you're like, hey, I want to support content that I like be in the hopes that big corporations will make more content than I like, pay for that shit. Buy it on Disney Plus, however Disney Plus works. Go and get that because I'm going to be figuring out how Disney Plus works in the next week because I'm going to throw a few shekels at them. Fuck yeah, you're making great shit. I want to support you so that you support good shit. I have loved every episode of Orville that I've seen more than once. I am absolutely going to be watching every episode of this the second it comes out. So I got to figure out how to give money to the House of Mouse, I guess. That's a thing. <laughs> Tweet! Only with Oh, yeah, whatever. They're, it's worth it. It's yeah, worth it's, it. It's cheap, and there's so much. I mean, I'm sorry, but if you're a sci-fi fan, and if, God forbid, if you call yourself a Star Wars fan, Woo! you've got to have Disney Plus at this point. You just Woo! have to. Tweet, can I Can I get, because i got to get it. Um, I'll admit flat out, I stole the first two episodes of Obi-Wan, but like, I'm going to pay for the rest. Like, can I get Disney Plus? Can I just give them like six bucks, seven bucks, and then like get it on Amazon Prime or whatever? Or do I have to like download? Yeah, yeah, a new you, thing? you can link it to your Amazon. You can go to like Amazon, and it'll, there should I'm be in. a little thing there, I think. But I'm also, in. it's just an app you can download to whatever device you use. I'm so in. Really Obi Wan by itself is worth it. Orville by itself is worth it. You put the two together, and I feel like I'm stealing by paying for it. It's great. You get Mandalorian season one and two. You get Hell the Ahsoka yes. Tano show. You get the Cassian Andor show. You Hell get, yes. I mean, come on. Okay, so, Tweak, hop in on this on Orville. Oh, I loved the, the Orville has been gone so long that I feel like, like at five the years. time when it started, it was really like one of the few sci-fi shows on TV. Yep. And the, the, the culmination of, I believe, we left off on season two, right? We're going into season three? No, I Whatever think the last we season did that season was three. on. Season three was the last one. This is season okay. four, maybe? Okay. So the culmination of the last season that was a couple of years ago now, that that turned into an epic space battle that just blew my mind for the type of oh, show. Oh, with the Kalon? Yeah. Great. Yeah. So the, the I don't, if it was season two or season three, don't quote me on this shit. It's like five years ago. But like, 
where they ended was after you had the big, you know, M. Light Shyamalan twist that like, oh, the Kalons are bad this whole time? And then you go through that. It's like, holy fuck. Um, wow. Thinking about it, I probably just spoiled a bunch of shit for people who haven't seen the show. If you haven't seen the show, go yep. back and watch Orville Season 1. <laughs> Orville Season 1 it's is fucking that. incredible. It's season good. 2, however many they got to, and then this new one that starts next week. You gotta see... Th- okay, this is Season 3. Okay, so Season 1 and Season 2, and it ends with whatever it ends with. Uh, you didn't hear me say nothing. Um... And then this is season three. It's been like a five-year break, and I shit you not. I know people will, like, like dunk on it because they're like, oh, it's Oroville. It's a comedy sci-fi show. Um, It has comedy. It has comedy, but no shit. Oroville is Star Trek as good as any Star Trek I've seen before Strange New Worlds, and it is as good as Strange New Worlds. That's how good this Star Trek is. Do not sleep on this Star Trek and think it's a fucking joke. Orville is legit high-quality sci-fi. Go ahead, Tweet. I'm sorry, I interrupted you. Nope, that's about all I had. It is. It's high-quality sci-fi. It's Like you said, it's a comedy. You will chuckle. You will laugh at it. But there's also a lot of, like... <laughs> real subjects that it broaches that a lot of shows are afraid to try to do oh yeah and the, the, it's, the, just, the, it's good quality sci-fi fact is the what are those guys the rock guys where like oh, they're only male on their species so uh yeah uh, all yeah, they're yeah. they're all gay and like then they we have a daughter what do we do and they try to yeah. like forcibly gender reassign their daughter into being a boy because that's what their society conforms to there is deep complex solid moral like uh, issues addressed within within the show that if you just thought oh it's that jokey show on fox or whatever the fuck channel it was on like oh it's just a joke you missed out on and let me tell you you have two seasons to go back and and really enjoy and then this new season to catch up on i'm telling you if you look there's certain people that listen to the show that don't know and they're like i don't know who's this drunk guy whatever if you are not that if you're like a serious fan of the show and you're like yo i trust guy if he says this is good this is good the orville is fucking legit go and watch the two seasons after that Come back and say thanks, because you owe me one. Um, Chad, what do you have on the Oroville, brother? Chad is muted. Everyone take a drink. Fist, pops. Oh, here we All go, right. Chad. All right. I, I've only seen a few episodes of the Oroville. I, I haven't uh, seen it recently, so I know it's good. I just haven't had time. Don't watch a lot of TV, honestly. Okay. And only recently have I actually started to bother to watch some shows. Because for the most part, it's just been a wasteland for the last decade. Orville um, is not that. Let me tell you something. Not, right now, I have a second screen. And, for example, if maybe I was running back and forth between Area 18 and Orville to sell audio video equipment for some reason. Wink, wink. 
Uh, you could put on a good show, a sci-fi show, on the second screen and enjoy the living fuck out of it. Orville's one of those. Check it out. Right. Well, I have Disney Plus. So. There you go. You'll enjoy it. Pops, Fist, do you have anything on Orville before we move on? Uh, yeah, I mean, it was pretty cool. We watched a couple of episodes, I think, from... um. I think when we had Hulu for a little bit, yes, sir. and I think it was way back when, it, when Orville first came out, and then we discontinued Hulu, so that kind of stopped Orville. But you know, now that it's on Disney Plus, I'm I can pick it back up. Hell yeah! You know, it, it was pretty cool. I, I remember the episode with the uh, with the Rock guys. Yeah, and it, it just on. I remember that episode. Hell yeah! Uh, and everything, you know. Okay. So right on. All right, so moving on, we've got what's up next, Pops. I'm sorry, I keep hopping on because I don't want to put you on the spot or whatever. But just feel free to interrupt me at any time because I want to hear from you, Pops. Yeah, no, it's good. It's all good. All right, I just want you to know I value your input on this. I know you're one of those guys. Just for people who don't know from the Soul Citizens community. Pops is one of those guys that's just too fucking polite. He'll be like, eh, whatever. Other people said stuff. He'll just let it go. You got to draw it out of him. But Pops has, like, those those nuggets of wisdom when you do draw it out of him. So I'm going to keep pulling up. Thanks. All right. <laughs> Next up. Holy fuck, you're going to love this. Check it out. It's been 10 years. The fight is done. We lost. Leave us alone, Ben. When the time comes, he must be trained. Like you trained his father. It's my responsibility. Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan. I've loved you always. There's a thing that swallows you. It holds you together while it's tearing you apart. It's terrifying. The key to hunting Jedi. They're coming. Just patience. Jedi are cowards. They failed you. Jedi are all but extinct. The Jedi code is like an itch. He cannot help it. Stay hidden, or we will not survive. You still want Kenobi? He's gone. Where is he? I want every bounty hunter. To squeeze him. You can't escape here, Obi Wan!
I'm going to be entirely all, like truthful and say mm-hmm. I stole the first two episodes of this show because I'll be honest, like I'm not going to lie. This is straight up the truth. Those are three things that mean the same. I thought this was going to suck. I was super worried that Obi-Wan was going to be a massive failure. Like, there's no way they're going to get this right. And I'm embarrassed to say, and now I bow down for Jean Favreau and Dave Filoni and say, you sirs are gods among men. I did not believe this was going to work out. I thought... It's too much to try to work this in. Literally from the first fucking scene from episode one of Mm Obi-Wan. It tied into the best parts of the Star Wars prequels. Mythos, saga, whatever you want to call it. the, the, The continuity of it. And... I've only seen two episodes, but those two episodes, which I stole embarrassingly, and I am going to pay the House of Mouse. I'm telling you now. I am going to go and buy this shit. I'm going to give you my money. i got to figure out how, but hopefully I can tie it into Amazon Prime because I don't want to download a new thing. I'm going to pay you because the first two episodes of... Obi-Wan are legit the best fucking Star Wars I've seen in 30 years. And I am a huge fanboy of Rogue One. I am a huge fanboy of Mando season one and even more so season two. This is even better than that. How the fuck did you do that? I didn't think anything could get better than Mando. And you did it. Um... Disney? You did good, son. You deserve all the monies that you make on this. I'm going to turn this over to my man Tweet to set this up. I know you've seen like episodes. You've seen the first couple episodes like five fucking times now in like the last 24 hours. Uh, Tweet. No lie. When it dropped at midnight last night, I looked at my wife and I said, it's time. And she's like, no, it doesn't come out yet. And I went to it and it was there. She's like, well, I guess we're not going to bed for a few hours, are we? So, so no spoilers, no spoilers, but just conceptually. The very first scene ties into stuff. And all throughout, it gets nothing but better and better and better. Tweet, you are the biggest Star Wars fanboy that I know in the world. Hit it. Yep. I I am. I I mean, everybody listening probably already knows I have Star Wars in my DNA. I was sitting in the movie theater in 1977 as a three-year-old child, and one of my very first lasting memories that I have is the Star Destroyer coming over the the top of the, the screen when it was going for Leia Organa's cruiser. And so since then, I've read all the books. I've watched all the shows. I freaking loved... The original trilogy i liked a lot of things about the prequel trilogy but it had a lot of faults mm-hmm. that bothered me mm-hmm. 
I liked a few things about the sequel trilogy, but it really broke the Star Wars mythos, so to speak. And and it wasn't very good in its continuity. Mando Season 1 was really good. Mando Season 2 Better. was spectacular because it's pulling from the stories from the legends. It's pulling from stories from uh, Star Wars The Clone Wars and Star Wars Rebels, which, yes, I know, they're cartoons, but guess what? They're canon, so I watched them. And they're and great. And I enjoyed them, and there were great stories in there. Star Wars Rebels was... Fucking phenomenal, period. Yes. If you haven't seen yes. it, you're wrong. Yep. So, I sit down last night to watch Obi-Wan, thinking Ewan McGregor was, in my mind, easily one of the absolute bright spots of the prequel trilogy. True. As Obi-Wan Kenobi. He was great as Obi-Wan. Wait, wait, Liam now Neeson it's... was also great. He was great. I loved him. Like, you Who's can that? comment Liam Neeson as Kwai uh, yes, John yes, Jin. John Jin. Yeah, he yeah. was good. Yeah. So, without any spoilers, I have been waiting for this time period in Star Wars for a long time to come into some sort of some sort of live action. The time period where the Jedi are scattered and being hunted. Mm -hmm. Darth Vader, in my mind, in this show, needs to show why the whole galaxy is absolutely terrified of him when we mm -hmm. get to Episode Four. Mm-hmm. The the fact that Lucasfilms can call Jimmy Smits and all these other... I mean, all of the actors that were in the original prequel trilogy, that their characters are in this show, they're all here. Mm -hmm. All the same original actors are in this show. Deborah Chow is the director. She directs every single episode in the so season. Good. So good. Deborah Chow is a goddess. And... This basically being run by Favreau and Filoni, Filoni, whom, as many know, basically worked with George Lucas. They have an understanding of the Star Wars galaxy the way us fans do. The, the way that we grew up with it, they grew up with it as well. So they're doing this the right way. And I have to say, I got done watching these last night. And I was as excited as I was in 1980 when I got done watching Empire Strikes Back. Hell yeah. I was like, holy shit, that was like, that's the Star Wars I have been waiting for for so long. And and I loved Mando. But this, this these two episodes of Obi, unbelievable. And without any spoilers, in my mind, the true star of the show is awfully young. And oh my oh, god, yeah. is she good. Oh yeah. Like, no no joke, Mando, you can't get better than Mando because Mando is perfect, but this is as good as Mando, period, in that it's perfect. I was expecting you to hop back in, Tweak. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no problem. No, I mean, I have watched it multiple times already. I watched it with my daughter when she came down today. I'll watch it again, maybe before I go to bed tonight. I have, <laughs> if you all remember going to the movies when we were young and we didn't have DVDs or streaming and all that kind of stuff, you wait, you waited years before you could see the movie again. Years. Well, no, and I, that's a lie. I went. And saw, like, when you see Star Wars, a good one, in the theater, you go and see it the next day, and the next day, Well, that's true, but day, as a child, as a kid, you don't have that option unless your parents take you. 
especially in 1977 Bro, or so. if was... you know a friend that'll go to the back to the fire exit and open the... <laughs> Never mind. No, no, no. I mean, for real, back then, you couldn't watch the movies all the time, and you just had this burning desire <clears throat> to watch Star Wars. I mean, once once VCRs became a thing, and I got a bootleg copy of Star Fuck Wars, yeah. oh my god, I wore that thing out. Fuck yeah. And that's that's the itch I have with with the Obi-Wan show now, mm. is I am just dying to go back down and press play and sit through it again. John Williams came out of retirement to do the music for the show. Mm. It's spectacular. Mm. The the aesthetics of the show remind me of the original trilogy, which is perfect. It's the the Inquisitors in live action. That's not a spoiler, as they were just in the trailer. If you don't know what the Inquisitors are, you probably want to watch Star Wars Rebels, but mm-hmm. they're badass, and to see them in live action is going to be cool as hell. No, I am stoked for Obi-Wan. I had faith they were going to do well with this because they did so well with the other live-action shows so far. Um, yeah, I can't wait till the next episode. This is this is Star Wars. For me, this is number one. This is the best show on TV now. How is it that in 2022, in times of like increased inflation, increased whatever, and fucking pandemics, and bullshit and all of the Trump might be back and all of the things that make you want to just slam your head into a desk Star Trek and Star Wars great better than ever better than ever die okay I mean quite often they do but Star Trek and Star Wars right now, at this exact moment, as good as they've ever been. Fucking as good as they have ever been. Obi-Wan. I am saying as someone who stole it, I intend to go and pay, and you should too, go and tend to pay the House of Mouse all of the monies. This deserves it. Put your money where your mouth is. Do you want more bullshit Star Wars for the next 20, 30 years? Or do you want good Star Wars? If you want good Star Wars, give them 20 bucks and just say, fuck it, I'm done, whatever, enjoy, have fun. Hey, you corporate fucking clowns. Have my money and give me more of what I want, which is this. Mando, phenomenal. Mando 2, even better. Obi-Wan, just as good. <sighs> and like I said earlier, we've got the Ahsoka Tano show, which is strongly going to tie in what we saw in Season 2 of The Mandalorian with Grand Admiral Thrawn and Ezra Thresher. Thresher. Yes. <laughs> or Bridger, excuse me. And and then we got the Cassian Andor show coming in August, which people are saying, oh, he, he was a boring character in Rogue One. No, I loved his character in yes. Rogue One. And who, t- tell me that a good spy story in the Star Wars universe couldn't be great. So I am excited for that. And that's coming in August. That's a few months away. Honestly, if you haven't seen Rogue One, imagine the Dirty Dozen in Star Wars. I understand a lot of people have skipped Star Wars movies lately. Rogue One, 
Don't skip. The Han Solo movie, don't skip. The rest of it, totally agree. No comment. <laughs> like, Rogue One was my favorite of the, the Disney Star Wars. Rogue One was so fucking good. So good. It was fucking the Dirty Dozen in Star Wars, period. I challenge anyone. I will debate you. Fucking prove me wrong. Um, all right. Going around the horn, I want to include everybody in this. Pops, I know you love old school Star Wars. I don't know if you've seen this new stuff, but I'm mm-hmm. telling you, I trust me, as one old head to another, Obi-Wan, mm-hmm. it's legit. It's, it is a brave new hope through... Reve- what is it? Uh, Return of the Jedi. It's it's that good. It's it's 1970s to 1980s Star Wars good. Yeah. Um, I, at first when Disney, when I heard of Disney, my son mm-hmm. came out. I was like, ah, it doesn't really, didn't really serve a purpose uh, for me. But I get it. Yeah, but lately, um, you know, Fast Cart, Griff, mm-hmm. and all of them. They've gotten us into Disney, and mm-hmm. it's well, it's well worth it. We have binge watched uh, a lot of episodes. Now Obi Wan, we're gonna watch it uh, together, so I don't want any spoilers. Nice <laughs> on it, and I'm looking forward to it. And uh, it, it just Star Wars is you know, from from the beginning. I, you know, George Lucas's whole plan, uh, and I remember when Star Wars first came out, and I've seen people standing in line i was like eh, you know you know a lot of people call it a um a western in space mm-hmm. West, you know just bang bang shoot them shoot them up kind of uh thing but you know he they they've done uh a, a lot and i would have never thought and you know that um from that first star wars uh that it was going to grow you kind of knew because they started with what three Mm-hmm. It was three, four, five, uh, and then right. one, two, three, four, and five, then six, six, seven, eight. No, it was. Right. Well, no, 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 you're, was right, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. It was four, five, six, four, one, two, three, okay. seven, eight, nine. That's the way right. Went. Right, and he started. He started with a new hope because he didn't feel mm-hmm. like if he started with the Phantom Menace story that he had that it would do mm-hmm. as well in the public. He didn't. He didn't know if that would allow him to bankroll the rest of the. Mm, the okay. uh the movies Spoiler that he wanted alert. to do tell he the stories right. he wanted to so he believed mm. that a new hope story had the best chance of doing that he was right uh, correct mm. <laughs> mm. but yeah star well, wars has turned into a beast <laughs> on 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 the lines of star wars i know we're all talking about obi-wan and stuff mm-hmm. like this mm-hmm. i am asking out there maybe if somebody has Zack snyder on speed dial or something like that I would like to see a series with Darth Bane. Yes, yes please. Yeah, yes, yes, please. Well, there, there and is, I, a, sh- and, and, there and is a show in the works called The Acolyte, which is mm-hmm. taking us back into those time periods, and we don't really know what they're doing I, other than that. So I don't want any fluff. Mm-hmm. I don't want any colorful stuff. Mm-hmm. I want to see the nitty gritty, yeah, the and dark, I'm being the polite. Scary. 
And I'm being polite as I'm on your show here, Kai. No, you so, don't have and, to. And, and no, don't edit yourself but at all. Say, that's say it. That's what I want to see. Mm-hmm. I want to see the dark. Mm-hmm. Bring it. I'm down. I'm with That's you. kind of what we're getting with Obi-Wan. It's a dark mm-hmm. period of time. And this is a darker Star Wars than we've really seen at this point. All right. I haven't seen it yet. So I am looking forward to it. All right. Anybody else want to hop in on this? The trailer looks, move on? The trailer looks great. Um, oh, God. I, I'm, I'm going to see it tomorrow with, with, my, with my wife. It's nice. Two, we are working today, and she's watching baseball, so we don't have time to watch. It's two, it's two episodes. They're like almost an hour apiece. So. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You're right. So, yeah, I'll, it's, it's, a lo- it's a long. It's like watching a film. Uh, You're right, so I'm gonna, which is we'll good see. because nothing is rushed, and it does. Yeah. It feels like it's very well paced out. There's no skipping parts. There's no rushing through anything, but it's also not drawn out and slow. So right, as I commented earlier, a lot of paid t- television is longer than a standard um, hour with commercials, so mm-hmm. that they don't have to rush through stuff. Or if it's shorter than 42 minutes, then that's all they need to do for that episode. Like some mm-hmm. of the Mandalorian episodes are are only half an hour. Um, but I guess it depends upon the material. But it gives them that it gives them that flexibility to set the length of the show, not not to a clock, but to the, how it's written and the pacing of the show. Hundred percent, you're exactly right. All right, anybody else on Obi Wan before we move on? Because Jesus Christ, there's just an embarrassment of riches today. Hearing none, let's move it along. Check this shit out. Heart Space Shipbreaker. It's so good. Space. Boundless promise. Limitless resources. A brighter future. Where hard workers like you will help us pave the way to the galaxy. All right, Cutter. Welcome aboard. Now, nanocarbon goes in the processor. Aluminum goes in the furnace. Good luck out there. We were out. Cutter, remember this. Measure twice, cut once. And tethers are your friends. family and we will keep you safe from harm this is hard space shipbreaker 
a space sandbox salvaging game where you'll experience the daily life of a spaceship salvager in an immersive and grounded industrial sci-fi future. Discover what it means to be a zero-G shipbreaker and become a cut above the rest. You apply for a job with Lynx Corporation in the hopes of finding a better existence, living and working amongst the stars. After signing on the dotted line, Lynx whisks you off into space and saddles you with a massive debt for the trouble. You'll need to earn credits by salvaging spaceships in order to regain your freedom. Shipbreaker is all about strategic dismantling. Your main goal is to carefully salvage the valuables of each ship while keeping a close eye on the many hazards and dangers that await you inside. One accidental cut could mean the destruction of the entire ship and you along with it. Before entering, use your scanner to reveal key structural points, valuable objects, materials, and atmospheric room conditions, as well as potential hazards. The grapple tool is perfect for snagging small items like antennas or moving heavy metal panels. You can also use it to pull yourself towards massive objects or push yourself away from danger. The cutter tool has two swappable tool heads. The stinger head mount can be used to make precise incisions to key structural points, while the split saw head mount makes wide sweeping cuts and can sever larger objects. If you pierce a hole in a pressurized room or accidentally clip the edge of a fuel pipe, the ship you're salvaging can quickly turn into a deadly metal coffin. Every ship is different, but their dangers are the same. Pressurized spaces when exposed to a vacuum experience a decompression event as the oxygen rushes to escape. If you don't grab onto something fast, you'll be forced out into space too. Fuel and coolant pipes, as well as electrical lines, run throughout each ship, with potential for devastating chain reactions. Fuel lines can leak and spill out into space, ready to ignite at any moment. The heart and most valuable part of every ship is the reactor. The moment you pull a reactor from its coolant casing, it begins to melt down. Failing to safely deposit a live reactor before it melts down may obliterate everything within its range. But succeeding will make you rich, or at least less poor. Each shift begins and ends in your hab, your personal habitation pod. Here, you can upgrade and repair your tools and gear review your found audio logs and data drives, as well as select ships to work on in the salvage bay. The key to earning those credits to pay off your debt to links is by completing work orders. These also help you earn certification levels for better tools and upgrades, while unlocking bigger, more dangerous, and more valuable ships to salvage. Throughout Early Access, we're looking forward to working together with the community as we regularly add new features and develop additional content like new ships, new tools, new hazards, new game modes, new challenges, and more. If you'd like to find out more about Hard Space Shipbreaker, 
Join us on our official Discord channel and wishlist Hardspace Shipbreaker on Steam. Woo! Let's take a moment to get into that shit. So, all right. Legit. Let's look at a couple of factors with regard to Hard Space Shipbreaker. First, it's on sale, twenty five percent off. You can get it for just twenty six bucks and twenty four cents mm. on Steam. Second, if you have the Xbox slash whatever Microsoft Game Pass, you don't have to have Xbox. People have it on PC, whatever. It's free right now. You can get it for zero dollars. I want to use this as a discussion with regard to salvaging in Star Citizen. I hope that salvaging isn't this good in Star Citizen at launch. Because I think salvaging, right, you know, what we have coming soon is Tier 0, which is just hull stripping. Salvaging at launch in Star Citizen, I hope, is around Tier 3, Tier 4, which is, like, has some stuff. This is salvaging Tier 10. This is use a scanner to, like, see through the hull, like, x-ray the hull, and then give you back where the joints are, and then this goes here, this goes there, this goes there, but, like, for a game that's as ambitious as Star Citizen, I think mm-hmm. Star Citizen will launch with salvaging tier three ish. But like mm-hmm. for the twenty years after it comes out, they will continue to upgrade and pour money into in the hopes of getting more money out into like making the game loops deeper, more impressive, more immersive, more real yeah i see something like this as salvaging tier 10 and number one if you have game pass on microsoft go and get this for free and number two if you don't but you're excited for it for not for nothing this is fully vr compatible and has amazing in-depth loops to it Go and buy this for twenty six bucks. Throw twenty bucks at them, whatever. But the fact that I, I honestly think Star Citizen will one day, after release, not pre release, because that would be asking them to extend the game for another ten years before they release it. But after release, I think Star Citizen is going to get this in depth with its salvaging. I know. I can hear that Pops has some things to say about this. So why don't we start with Pops? Hop in on this, brother. Uh, well, my thought on salvaging, yeah, you're absolutely correct. It's it's at um, ground zero right mm-hmm. now. It's a, it's, a, it's a very simple thing. I think it's going to be, con- uh, I think it's absolutely going to be connected to triggering events and uh, events similar to if you're somewhere near salvaging a ship. Or or, or or something. You you go and you get a mission to uh, salvage this derelict. Mm-hmm. 
it's probably more than likely going to trigger an event, let's say, um, um, like pirates arrive or yeah, nine tails come. So you're going to have to, one thing about stars is you have to think then more in more than one dimensional. Yes, sir. Thinking you are going to have to plan. I'm not saying that everything is going to be as dangerous because you may be able to just go out, mine, come back, and and you'll be okay. But there are going to be those times when you're, you know, you better think twice, you better plan, you better have your backup, and you, you know, and then other areas that this, it, salvaging can connect to is into science. Uh, you know, maybe even as even part of some type of crafting. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, I know they haven't mentioned any crafting, but it it could, it could. Uh, we have to gather materials where we talked about the whale the uh, the other day, where you go mining on the whale and gather certain maybe you know certain things. You have to travel here and there and in salvaging to put together. So I think it's going to be connected in a lot more ways than we think of because you know uh, we know uh, CIG and how they how they they think and they almost leave no stone unturned a hundred percent and i think that small indie projects like this small projects where they're like hey we just do one thing but we're doing it super super deep i think that does nothing but feed cig with ideas and concepts and whatever to like hey we can incorporate this we can I, I think uh, this company, this 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 company that's that's doing a hard space shipbreaker, like I would love to see CIG just buy them and be like, yeah, that's ours now. We're gonna throw that into our whatever. Fist, what do you think, man? I'm gonna say this. One thing I've learned about watching CIG and seeing how they you know, look at gameplay as far as, you know, um, the mechanics of certain careers. I, I haven't been disappointed because we look at this game and this game, it, 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 it definitely has a lot, you know, uh, going for it as far as when you look at Salvage 2, mm -hmm. not just the mechanics of cutting something up and bringing it back, but the, the danger element of taking out a nuclear reactor and you have to be aware of that and you know be prepared because you know you may have to uh traverse between the hull of a ship with that reactor and it might be dangerous and you know long and you got to think about the gamble that you're going to take or so but you know to, to to get to the point that when you look at how they've done with mining and you look at the intricacies of how they've done with that career mm -hmm. in Star Citizen. And remember, we don't even have the Orion yet. You're right. You know, so you've got to, I mean, you look at the, in, 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 um, excuse me, the, the level of detail of that they've gone into this, this, the, that career. And you've got to say, I mean, wow, you know, you, you put that same expectation on salvaging and like you said again you add on that element of danger and now let's not just say you know you add the element of danger of 
of of a material like i said a nuclear reactor being dangerous but what if you come across a derelict that might be housing a creature hell yeah you know what i mean uh 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 uh, 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 uh or so and you know you you stumble upon it or and, and i'm not talking about necessarily uh 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 uh, 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 alien, like you know, um, from aliens and, uh, and stuff xenomorph. like that, right? Xenomorph, like, like you, you might stumble across like something, uh, parasitic, you know, that might get into you, and then you now take it back to your ship and it spreads. How about this? You might be stumble, you might stumble across a wound- wounded human that's like, help. And now, mm-hmm. oh shit! There you I go. just came here to she, break right. shit and make money, and now I have to render assistance. There's both tactical and do strategic, and also ethical questions that come into mm-hmm. all of this. You're right, best. You're right. I mean, you got to think that the the level of gameplay that they've brought to us. I mean, it can go so many ways, so many um, avenues, so many variants that could come into play. Mm-hmm. And like you just said, yeah, do do you help this person? Do you now you got to bring on medical and say, hey, look, come take a look at this person. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, we can revive them and bring them back on the ship, but do, are they carrying something? Or do I throw them through the airlock and take all this stuff? Right. I mean, yeah. Choice. I mean, you got to think choice. about it. There is a moral. There's a moral. Uh, thing there too mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying you know what, you, what you gotta think about it what makes me the most money what's right what's ethical what is and and right and, and and choices because you got to think about it yeah you can space them and a lot of times right now we think about you know we, we, we we're you know if you ever done a bunker mission and you grab the mm-hmm. bodies up and they're already dead mm-hmm. and you take the gear off and you space them okay there's there's no consequence to that am i but playing what if down a line mm-hmm. right go ahead i'm sorry but, but i'm so sorry to say real quick is this mm-hmm. what if down the line you know there could be a consequence to that 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 particular action or choice could therefore show up against you like you said possible reputation right 100 and and, and and maybe you know what I mean. I, there's so many possibilities there. But with CIG, the way they do things, as far as that goes, I don't think there'd be a reputation ding unless somebody sees you shoot the body out the airline. Right. You're unless, in deep and, space unless, somewhere. So. Unless there's cameras going. I mean, this is a hundred percent right. There's could be. Do you play this the Elon Musk route? Do you play this the Mother Teresa route? Do you play this the politician route? There's, like, you could do the right thing because. It's right. You could do the right things because you fear there's someone watching, or you could do what makes you the most money. There's all different ways to go about it. And it's interesting the different, like the balance, the scales of like what is the right way to do this. Right could mean make the most money, could mean be the most ethically right, or could mean be the politician route, which is make as much money but only if the cameras aren't watching and who knows if you know what all of those variables are, maybe there's a camera watching and you don't even know it. I think fist, you bring up a very good point of like, yeah, 
You're right, and you're right, and you're right, and and, and I, I I hear you, Griff, out there. I'm, I'm I know I'm taking him down the theory crafting road. Yes, I understand. But you know, I mean, you never know. You never know. It's, I, it's, it's always that possibility. I'm gonna I'm you know? gonna ri I'm gonna do what I rarely do. I almost always agree <laughs> with Griff because it's the right thing to do in general. You're smart, but in this case, I'm gonna agree with Fist and say, I mean, maybe maybe Griff. Like don't let don't let Fist take you down the theory crafting rabbit hole. I say, that's the joy of Star Citizen. Every other game I have, in my stable, I expect them to be more or less on time and more or less on budget. But the beauty of Star Citizen, it's the unicorn. It's the one that's different. It's the one that, you know what. You want to try a weird fucking thing? You want to go down a weird hallway and, and send us down a level of development? I trust you guys to be the one thing that's different. I'll give you leeway. I'll give you rope. Go go run with it. Make something. I'm a dumb Marine in my underwear. Make something smarter than I would think of. And then I'll go, oh, fuck yeah. I'm so glad I gave you my money. You know? Did that not make mm -hmm. sense? Okay, okay. I was a little worried there when I heard nothing. I was like, shit, did I go on a tangent? Nice. Makes sense? All right. So, look. Throw a couple shekels at <clears throat> Hard Space Shipbreaker. It looks to be a cool game. If you have Game Pass, even if you don't intend to play it, just the fact that it's a cool thing, download it because then they get a few shekels even if you don't buy it because, like, you have the thing, so it's like when you see a game for free on the Epic Store. It's not free. Epic Store pays the developer money. So if you have a Game Pass, Microsoft Game Pass, buy it, even if you don't intend to play it. But, like, the game loops of this interesting idea of, like, I can x-ray scan and see joints and cut open things and make a quicker way exit so that I can get the the core out before it goes like supernova and I can put it in its safe spot to where it gets whatever. And then aluminum gets put here and electrical conduits get put there. I, I love the idea of this game. I'm not even sure if it's for me particular, but I love that it exists. I don't know if that makes sense, but it feels like it makes sense to me. So check that shit. All right, next up, we've got another cool indie project. This one, entirely free. So when you're watching this, keep in mind, entirely free.
Can you hear me? I've clicked like three times. All right, here we go. I see my little squiggles coming this time. So, Yuki Bomb. Just every one of the Black Sky Legion crew is madly in love with you. You are an awesome ass chick. You are a developer who is making a full-on top quality flight model uh in this in the in the sort of scale in the in the in the genre of elite dangerous game a hundred percent for free it has like racing mode multiplayer mode full vr support full this full that all kinds of make your own terrain change the time of day full uncoupled flight or 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 flight assist off with you know uncoupled plus for star citizen players flight assist off for elite dangerous players uh you are making all of this shit it is amazeballs for those who don't know this game is free 100% free right now. Click on go to Steam and you can just download it and play it for free with all of the things that I just explained. It's brand new to Steam. It is kicking the shit out of things. It literally is a brand new game. It's already trending number four on their um, uh, trending on their Steam Racing Fest. They're doing a special Steam Racing Fest. Check this out. Uh, Asset 9 image. Right there is their Steam's own chart. I'm showing you from this week. It is number four of the all-time race games on the current Steam race event. Thing, whatever the fuck. It's free. Go and fly an amazing game where you can literally contact the dev. You can go to their Discord. Yuki will like hear you out. And if you have a good idea, she'll be like, Yeah, I'll add that to the list. And they make these things. Um I don't know what to say other than this is a passion project from a single developer. It is absolutely free. It costs you nothing. It is available on Steam. Easy to download. Easy to play. It has the ability to play with the best of the Elite Dangerous Flight model. The best of the Elite Dangerous Terrain. And also, you can literally just like drop down rings and be like, Hey, well, I'm going to make a custom race. And you also can has multiplayer. Full VR. Has full VR. Has... Just a dozen things that go with it. Um, Yugi Bomb, we've loved you for forever. You are awesome. Like, anything we can do to support your project, we are in. Contact me at any point. If you come to the uh, Black Sky Legion Discord under other games, there is a channel that is the Fly Dangerous channel. You can go there and we auto-update all of her posts and all of her major news updates. 
in addition to that, I strongly suggest you go to the Fly Dangerous Discord. Join the Discord because you can talk to this developer and say, I have an idea. I really wish you could do this. And if your idea is worthy, she'll be like, fuck yeah, that sounds cool. Let's figure out how to make that happen. So, also, it's free. It costs you nothing. But you can go to the Discord, figure out a way, and you can send her a few shekels because this chick deserves your money. She deserves your support. If you don't believe me, play the module for free. I dare you to play it for free and then go, oh, this wasn't worth $20, $40, $80, $100, whatever dollars. And then throw it to her. Or don't. Whatever. You do you. If you're broke right now, that's fine. But if next month or, you know, three months from now, you find yourself with a couple shekels, throw her a few dollars. She's worth it. Uh, Going around the horn. Let's get input from people. Uh, let's start with tweaked and then move on to Chad. Yeah, I've said before, fly dangerous is a lot of fun. It's it's pretty close to the elite dangerous flight model, which we all love, or most of us anyways love. Mm-hmm. And the graphics are great. You get great mornings and sunlight and mountains to hoon through and, and set your race course up and real, do real, it all in VR. And, and real quick, for those who are sad, like, uh, they're nerfing Pamesh. This is Pamesh times four. This is legit crazy shit. Go ahead, Tweet. No, that, that's what I'm... It's just... It's good stuff, yeah. It's it's what... It's what everybody wanted to see with Elite Dangerous at that point in time. So it's a lot of fun to pick it up, fly around for a little bit, and put it down. If the other games that you play are being buggy, for example, and they're not working properly... Mm-hmm. Go to Fly Dangerous and fly your spaceship around and stuff. So, yeah, and now that it's on Steam, even easier. And like I said, as a VR fan, it's great to have full VR flying around like that. It's a lot of fun. Of every game, every game in all of Steam, Fly Dangerous trending number four on the Steam Racing Fest this week. The picture in front of you proves it. It is not a thing that is up for debate. Uh, I have posted in the channel all of the information. I'm going to post it once again so you have it. Here is the number one, the VR trailer that we just showed you. Uh, Number two, the image from the Steam uh, Racing Fest trending chart. Number three, the Steam link for the game where you can get it all for free. And number four, the early access launch date of the game. It was a post that Yuki made. I love that Yuki makes every one of her posts with like a glass that looks like it's like a half a gallon of some kind of wine or liquor of some kind. And she's just drunk as shit and goes, here's where I fucked up. Here's where I promised too much. Here's where I made it happen. And here's where I'm still trying. God damn, you got to love a chick like that. Like, legit good shit. <clears throat> Yuki, big salute to you. You are one of the homies. Fist, Pops, you got anything on this? Chad, you got anything on this? Oh, I'm astonished that one person's able to make a game like this. Uh, it just kind of shows up all these videos with th- you know hundreds or even thousands of employees. 
who say, oh, you can't do that. And then she goes and does it. Mm-hmm. 100% free, full VR support, an awesome dev that takes input on the Discord where you can be like, hey, what if you were to do a thing like this? And she'll go like, eesh, that's too hard. Or she'll go like, hey, that's a good idea. I'm going to fucking work with that and see if I can make it happen. It's on Steam in early access already trending. Go and join this. Pops, Fist, you got anything? I'm going to um, try both of them. Yes, sir. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Oh, yeah. And um, like we discussed on, uh, what was it, Saturday? Mm-hmm. Yeah, these going to be in my booty call uh, list. Hell my yeah. Game and booty call list. Anybody who's looking for me on Saturday, look for me in the Soul Citizens Discord and in the Soul Citizens. So, look, I've said this many times. I'm just going to stop right now and say it again. Every Thursday, <clears throat> Soul uh, Talk. Uh, with Fastcart and various people, mostly Griff, but sometimes different people and many voices from the community, you can join in. Soul Citizens is the absolute best community in all of Star Citizens. Soul Talk is the best show. On Saturdays, Soul Voices, where Griff pulls different, different sort of like things from the Reddit and from this, that, and the other and talks about things is amazing. On Sunday, Soul Citizens, their premium like highlight show that has Griff, uh, Fist, uh, sorry, Pops, wait, not Pops, sorry, Griff, Fastcart, and random uh, various guests from the community, like luminaries from the community. They have people from anyone from <clears throat> like uh cig or 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 uh, uh what's that you. re re what's that you i've been on uh what, been on. what's that re re uh what's that, that group that they were the people they did all the new stuff recap regroup re shit mm. why am i blanking like just amazing people they have paul shelley the astro pub they have info runners they have space tomato they have like fucking gods in the game like 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 uh um um uh, what are they saying relay relay yeah. relay that's exactly what i was thinking of i'm sorry oh, uh, and 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 like like subliminal and tomato and 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 morphologist and and just heroes of the game to discuss a game loop if you're listening to this show and you have not yet subscribed to Soul Citizens, literally right now, open up a second window, go to Twitch, go to YouTube, subscribe to Soul Citizens. They are the best people in this fucking game of Star Citizen. Um, just, just, they, just phenomenal. Go they ahead. They have an excellent uh, stream team that yes, they, they have come on and they do. They have guests. If uh, if I can ask Fastcart if he can uh, put links in the in the chat to um, Soul Citizen. Also, they are having a Bar Citizen coming up this weekend. Saturday, Those tomorrow. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Fastcart, Fastcart, DM me all of the links. I think we we were having for a while. We got plagued by bots that were like linking sex stuff on our in our streams just dm it to me i will absolutely proudly link 
the Soul Citizens, the the Bar Citizen thing event that's going tomorrow, Soul Talk on Saturdays, uh, 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 you know, all of it. The Thursday show, the Saturday show. There's a new show. Wait, I don't know if I'm allowed to mention this. Fuck it. There's a new show that's coming up soon that's going to have, like, the Soul Citizens, but they're going to be, like, responding to stuff that's cool, like, really cool shit. So, um... Yeah, yeah. I'm going to link right now uh, from Griff, who just sent me this that has the stuff that's coming up. Uh, copy. Let me just link this. Hold on, hold on one second. Uh, here's our stream. Here's our Soul Research Channel. Boom. Check this shit out. Take part in this shit. Uh, Saturday, May 28, 2022, at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. UTC. Let's close out Invictus together. We will also meet in game at the Voyager Bar. Uh, I am going to be there. Let's let's do this. Uh, join in. I want to see if you like Black Sky Legion. I don't care if maybe you already love Soul Citizens, which proves that you're intelligent, or maybe you've never heard of Soul Citizens, which, hey, that can happen. If you like me, if you like Black Sky Legions, join in in Soul Citizens. Subscribe to them, donate to them, involve, get yourself involved in their shows. They do shows Thursdays, Saturdays, Sundays. Tomorrow they have a big thing going up with Bar Citizen. Get involved. It is, I, I love our community. Their community is even better. I'm saying that without any hesitation. So, like, get involved. Um <laughs> Hell yeah. I, um, yes, sir. Go let, ahead. Let people know what a bar citizen yes, is sir. and what, what happens there. For those of us that uh, may be out there in the audience that uh, don't know what a bar citizen is, you you come in and it's it's in, you know, the past few years we haven't had any uh, citizen con. Mm -hmm. So what this is, it's a way for us to meet online and we go in and we chat. And, and uh, every time we've we've had one so far, We've had devs come in and we get to talk with them one-on-one. -on -one. We have uh, question and answer time. And it's a time to sit and talk to people and meet people and uh, discuss the game. We've we've even had one that went on for, what, 11 hours? Um, <laughs> uh, we, I don't, we're not going to have it. Uh, Griffin quite sure is not going to have it this time. <laughs> I think he's holding it to six hours. But it, great. It's, it's a lot of fun. You get to meet people and have a great time. Uh, ask questions to the devs that are there. Uh, it, it's, it's a great time. It's a great community. Star Citizen has a great community. And it's one of those things that, that uh, Griffin and put a lot of work into. Um, Yacht Club put a lot of work into. Mm -hmm. And doing this um, stop by. You have to sign up for it. So um, I don't know if you can put the link in in there for that but um it is great yep uh, we put the link stop by yep stop by for a few minutes if you can and enjoy the community here is the link again going in the stream live chat here it is and a hundred percent here's the deal i talk a lot and ten percent of everything i worth i say is worth hearing pops doesn't talk all that much a hundred percent of what he says is worth hearing there's the link Go and join an awesome community and enjoy yourself tomorrow. It's going to be fun. All right. 
let's uh move on to the next item on the agenda which is uh bah, 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 bah. here we go i skipped way ahead we're in we just did yuki bomb the amazing developer let's talk about another developer that i'm madly in love with let's talk about uh let's see here fernando i fucking love this dude this dude and his wife are an amazing team who do fantastic shit so let me drop this in here let's start with the asset and then i'll drop it in so beautiful so i wanted to highlight that in particular so <clears throat> what is that that is um the work of 
that's a, a recent video that came out that's Hunter Net Starfighter Saturn Soundscape. Now, and this is my limited understanding. Fernando, who is the single developer, it's him and his wife working in this as a team. He does all the development. She does all the community management and like promotion, like uh, uh, whatever. They're like a beautiful fucking couple who are working on this passion project. They hired a composer to make that, uh, like make a series of sound pieces, make a series of, of, of musical pieces for the game. That's one of them. I want to be very clear because some people like might miss it and think like, oh, I just saw like a little ship from a third-person view from behind and it was flying around. So this is a little third-person arcade game. Wrong. What you're seeing on the screen right now is the first-person camera view. This game, you can be just like Elite Dangerous, just like Star Citizen. You can be in first-person or third-person. They just put that together as like a mood piece. So it showed third-person while it played the, that amazing score, while it sort of visited various um, kind of interesting, like weird aspects of the like galaxy or, or, or whatever, the world of that game. But what we're seeing right here is a video, which I also linked, which is, this is straight up, FPS, first person, not FPS, first person con, cockpit viewpoint version of the game. And that is from the dev log and play test, which is two and a half hours long. Through this, while right now you're seeing this, this video that's muted, I muted it. You're seeing this, this, the developer, Fernando, play the game in like a group versus group. I think it's a 3v3 pvp space battle where they're like hiding behind rocks and doing stuff but you're seeing that this is very clearly a first person and third person viewpoint game just like star citizen and elite just amazing work again this is a just i just as much as i love yuki i love fernando and his wife like this is a passion project you can get it on steam for 100% free, it cost you $0 to try this. And in this game, they're focused on PvP. They're focused on no grind. They're focused on making any of the future stuff that they come up with sort of really... Mm, like really in-depth on exciting action-packed game like viewpoints and whatnot game loops does anybody have anything on because I, I know we're way late does anybody have anything on hunter net starfighter for free on steam before we move on so this many is games so little time look yeah. this is this has got full vr support full toby eye tracker support it's a passion project from an awesome dev it's got fast-paced pvp known grind 
Did I mention that it's 100% free? It costs you $0? I mean, for me personally, this is much more my speed than the last game we were looking at, Shipbreaker, per se, because I like shooting things, and I'm already seeing that in this game. And the first-person view, hopefully a good flight model, but free to check out. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be downloading this. I meant to the last time we talked about this game. It sounded intriguing to me then, so definitely mm. a project I want to keep an eye on. All right. Anybody got, else got anything? Just hop in if you got anything you want to add before we move on to Elite Dangerous. All right. Let us... Let me see what's going on with this plug. Put this in. And then... God damn it. Move this plug. Sorry. I hate it that I have to do tech. All right. Let us hop into Elite Danger. I'm, I moved my chair and the plug went. One second. Tech support. All right, here we go. It's dangerous news. The hilarious thing is people think I'm drunk. I'm not. I'm just that bad at tech. All right, Elite Dangerous. Let's hit it up. First off, there was no stream, no updates, no major events, except a little bit of this last mini. Nope, no updates. But there was this last mini story hook of deciphering a tweet, decoding a, a, a code that went along with the location to a scanning with some exposition, re the salvation identity. Um, spoiler alert right now, if you're huge into Elite and you don't want spoilers with regard to this event, mute yourself for 20 seconds. We'll be back. So, all right. Here we go. Salvation, it turns out, is the witch, which turns out is Caleb Witcherly, which was a VP from Azimuth, Azimuth Biochemicals 150 years ago, who extended his life... Uh, non-naturally so that he could try to fight against the Thargoids, which he was convinced were going to return. They did return. Also, there were some vague hints at possible Thargoid megaships, which there have been for years. Shrug? I don't know. Maybe it'll turn into something. At this point, I'll believe it when I see it. Uh, number two. FDev has pushed back development of Update 12 from this week to June because they were surprised that it was the Queen's Jubilee. I mean, they're all British, and she's been the Queen for like 9,000 fucking years, so I'm not sure what's the surprise there, but apparently that caught them off guard. Here's a link that I'm posting in the show notes and in the live chat. Copy. Uh, stream chat. Paste. And there you go. This is an article from PC Gamer written by Natalie Clayton. I'm begging Space Sims to stop turning themselves into shooters. Oh. I have to say, what? Hold on. Tweak. Give, uh, it, a, go give ahead. it a second. Go ahead. I have to say I strongly agree with this. I 100% agree with this. I was not a fan of the Rust game that came out for EVE. 
I was not a fan of Elite Dangerous Odyssey. I am a fan of Star Citizen that has FPS play in their space game, but here's the difference. Star Citizen has FPS gameplay. 100% it does. But it also has ever-growing, ever-more-complex game loops of refueling in space, refining in space, mining on foot in planets and in caves, mining on the surface from the ships and from surface vehicles, mining from space, and various other bunker missions. Elite Dangerous Odyssey only added FPS gameplay. They didn't really add real salvaging. It's just shoot stuff and then loot what's there after you've shot everything. They didn't even add plant scanning plants. They added it and then they took it back because everybody didn't like it. And they were like, oh, never mind. We quit. We're not going to have it. So while I will, I foresee 100% tweak being like, hey, man, I like that they added shooting. I agree with you. But don't just add shooting. Add more complex stuff. Star yeah, Citizen. But that's not what that article says. Whoa. Start. No, that's exactly what that article says. That article says just adding shooting stuff and not adding other stuff is not does not make sense to me. Star Citizen added shooting and fifty other things. Elite just added the shooting. I think honestly, Elite Odyssey could be amazing. If they were to fill it out with anything other than shoot a guy in the face with a shotgun. I honestly think that the fault of Elite Dangerous Odyssey is that it only has that. If they were to come up with another patch next week that had cool shit to do with salvaging machinery and pieces, had cool on-hand foot mining stuff, had cool medical gameplay, had cool... Uh, fucking uh, uh, scientific stuff of where you're like studying shit in 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 the like or or like going to like the 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 guardian sites and whatever had cool other things plant scanning. I would a thousand percent agree that Odyssey is awesome, but they didn't put in anything other than I shoot a guy in the face with a shotgun. Now I get tweaked. That you like shooting a guy in the face with a shotgun. And that's fine. I'm not, you're not wrong for that. People like what they like. I'm just saying, how amazing would Odyssey be if they added in anything else? That's all I'm saying. Now, having said now? that, absolutely. You go, sir. You go. <laughs> okay, so I agree. I understand, right? I get it. You don't like combat. Specifically on ground combat. I've so done it, it doesn't in real appeal life. to you. I don't like it, yeah. That being said... Had they not added the combat in, mm-hmm. and they added just salvaging or just plant scanning, it would be just and as that empty. was it. Yeah. It would have been just as much shit. I yep. would not have liked that at all. I wouldn't be playing because I don't give a shit about going and scanning plants. Mm-hmm. Period. You're There's right. a lot of other people like me that would rather pick up a gun and go have some fun. That being said, they didn't do it quite right. But that's not what we're arguing here. Okay. Please keep my space sim a space sim and don't put shooty parts in it. Go back to 1990 freaking four or 1985 or something like that if that's what you want to do. Because that's what it was back then. The fact that we can get in our ship, go have space battles, 
fly through an atmosphere, land on a planet, go into a settlement, go assassinate somebody, drive my SRV out of the settlement while I'm getting chased by a hundred different guards, and then mm-hmm. make it back to my ship, back up into space. That's the kind of stuff we've dreamed about since I was playing Asteroids on the Atari back in 1980. Mm. And the fact that it's just because this is the first part that they've put in, had this not bombed like it did, I contend they may have added these other things into it through time. All right, I got to turn I need, down just a little. I need my space games to have this space adventure to give me the adventure of the week. Mm-hmm. I've said before, Star Citizen is my space life. Mm. Elite Dangerous now, the way I play Elite Dangerous, it's my episode of Star Trek. It's my episode of Buck Rogers where there's a weekly space adventure and then I go back to my space life. Mm. I need to get out of my ship, walk around, have some fights, have some sneaking around. I need that kind of stuff in a game. I no longer am interested in a game where I'm stuck in the cockpit forever. Okay. It doesn't interest me anymore. We're beyond that point in gaming. You know, I I don't disagree with you, Tweaked. I think what you're saying is, had they not added in shooter-shootery bits, it would suck. I turned you down just a little bit, Tweaked, because you were... You were heated in that and i respect you for it because i I get it i've been getting this a lot honestly lately and and i get odyssey is not for everybody i get that the gunplay in odyssey is meh but it's still the adventures are fun and it's the first step to it and it had to happen people don't a lot of people play space games to have an adventure and not to be a scientist Mm. i I never. That, that's part of the reason I've always liked Star Wars always, over Star Trek. Honestly, was because I enjoy the combat action. Mm. I enjoy the action of Star Wars more than I enjoy the discover new worlds and seek out new life and civilizations and of, of Star Trek. You know, the sciencey okay. portion of it. That's just who I am. Can I? Can I? Can I ask you a question, Tweet? I Go. think we have a. We're having a difference, not of opinion. I think we have a, a difference of understanding. I don't think that article meant don't add shooty shooty to games. I think what that article meant was don't add just shooty shooty to games. Don't boil a game down to just shooty shooty. I agree with you that shooty shooty should be included. But I would also like sciencey sciencey. I would also like miney miney. I would also like salvagey salvagey. I think what she meant in that article, and I could be wrong, but this is just how I took it. This is just my opinion, one man's opinion. I think what she meant from that article was that by taking all of the various, because like Elite Dangerous had shooty shooty in it. There's definitely combat and CZs and all of that goodness in Elite Dangerous. But what she was saying is there was also mining in Elite Dangerous that is missing from Odyssey. There was also salvaging in Elite Dangerous that is missing from Odyssey. There was also other things in Elite Dangerous that was missing from Odyssey. Odyssey had the shooty-shooty. It had nothing else. I think that was the point she was making. Let me ask this, though. In Star Citizen, for example. Yes, sir. Because I'm new to the project, I haven't. I've only been playing Star Citizen for approximately. Ah, uh, bullshit! I don't. A year, I I am gonna call bullshit on your statement. You've only played it for a year, but you've played it every day for a year for several hours. You are not yeah, new well, to Star well, Citizen. But what I'm, 
But what I'm asking yes, is, sir? when did the FPS, when did the bunker missions and the 890 jump mission and all the FPS things that we do in that game, when did that get put in? Because I a know for a fact it's before refueling, it's yep. before salvaging, well, it's yeah. before any real scientific play. So, so salvaging is just coming in now. Uh, uh, itemized cargo is coming in next patch in 3.18. Physicalized inventory came in in 3.15 along with medical play. Uh, ref- FDS like, was there before all of oh, it yeah, is my yeah. point. You're right. You're right. Which okay. I'm saying that could be the very same thing roadmap that excellent point he was going to go with excellent Do I point believe they're going to add all that stuff no that's a different question <laughs> <laughs> that's a totally different but you, question but you make an excellent point yeah no i i i i agree with you that is an excellent point you're saying that hey look star citizen brought it in in waves maybe elite will bring it in in waves if i had faith in elite development then yeah, I would agree with you on that point. I I personally don't, but like you're right, that's a valid point. Um, I think you and I have a difference of opinion with regard to Odyssey. I think that Elite has basically gotten worse in each step of its development. I think Elite Dangerous Vanilla was god tier. I think Elite Dangerous Horizons was gold tier. I think Elite Dangerous Beyond was eh, tier. I think Elite Dangerous Odyssey is dog shit tier. And it scares me that every step of the way it's gotten worse, in my opinion. Only my opinion. I'm not right in all things. But you want to know why I think that's the wrong way to look at it? Go for it. Because Elite Dangerous really isn't separated in all those different segments. It needs to be looked at as Elite Dangerous. Odyssey should now just be elite dangerous because you can still do all of the horizon stuff. You okay. can do every bit of it. But what if and you then, if what you're saying though is that the parts of it that were good were the oldest parts of it and those people have left the project and the people that keep coming on are you don't believe in the developers. I get that and that's a whole different conversation to have. But okay. when you're looking at the way where the game is now you have to take it as a whole. And it's I contend that aside from Star Citizen, and I will still argue right now that where we stand today, Elite still has two or three points to it that it dominates over Star Citizen. Okay. But I contend there is no other game in existence ever that lets us do the things we can do in Elite Dangerous right now. Hey man, I here's the deal. I disagree with you, and I'm gonna tell you to your face. But I respect the fact that, number one, you have a viewpoint on this matter. And number two, you're passionate enough to to just come right at me and be like, I disagree with you. I respect you for that. I respect all viewpoints. It's not a matter of like, hey, what I think is right and what everybody else thinks is other. I think what I think is right for me. And I also can be persuaded by persuasive arguments. I didn't want this to turn into like a 10 minute of me being negative on elite. I wanted to just mention this and move on, but I respect. The funny thing is, and I, I totally understand because I was, I was where you were, or I was at the time where you are now is what I mean to say is you're still angry with FDev. So any 
just like your comment a few minutes or they didn't know the bank holiday was coming so they delayed the I mean a week. they've had it's the no queen no I agree with you no okay I didn't want to say this flat out but I'll say it flat out since you're pushing me to that point here's the deal they gave a bullshit excuse Okay, the fact of the matter is, is had they had the balls to just say the truth, be like, hey, we found a problem with something, it's going to take an extra week, I would fucking respect that. Instead, Agreed. what they gave was Agreed. a bullshit excuse, which was, yeah. we were unaware of the fact that the Queen's Jubilee was this weekend. Hey, guess what? This has been your queen for like 9,000 fucking years, and you're all British. So the fact that you're claiming, the fact that your bullshit excuse is that you're surprised by this means that you're actually it's it makes you look dumber than the truth the truth is we found a mistake we needed another week to fix it a star citizen but says that again. all the time and everybody goes okay whatever but your bullshit excuse makes you look dumber than the truth just say the truth then i agree but that goes back to the problem with fdev themselves and their lack of communication knowledge or whatever <clears throat> they're their, their decrepancy is there. I don't know why they refuse to be just honest with everyone. So your defense for Elite Dangerous, your defense for Frontier at this point is, number one, they're liars, and number two, they're bad at it. Yeah, well, I don't, you know, I, I love Elite. Well, people have said it forever, and I didn't subscribe to it until very recently, is that I love Elite for Elite despite of FDEV. So... Mm. The things that I can do in Elite Dangerous, I cannot do in any other game. You're I've right. I've never been able 100% to do. you're right. And I see in the comments, Mike, the reason I have this this viewpoint that I have, if I was stuck on console still, I'd be mad that I couldn't play Odyssey because I'm tired of being stuck in my cockpit, period. Mm. The mm. fact that I can get out of my ship, mm. go sit in a bar – Listen to music with freaking Blue Saraceno playing the guitar while I wait for my friends to show up to go do a wing mission mm. is a whole lot better than sitting in my cockpit looking at my menus all the time for 10 mm. minutes straight. You're right. Most of Opix is still on console. I guarantee you if they had the opportunity to go to Odyssey, they would. Mm. I agree with you. Look, here's the thing. I disagree with you on your opinion, but I respect the fact that you have it. And I think that you're right to express it. I saw somebody in the comments say, like, Mom, Dad, stop fighting. I'm scared. We're not fighting. We're both. I fucking love Tweaked. Anybody. Tweaked is my little brother. I'll dunk on him all day. But anybody else that comes at him, I'll fucking punch you right in the mouth. Like, I love Tweaked. So, like, like yeah. whatever, man. We, we, can do, we've been doing this for years. There's and no, I, no beef here between and us. I encourage people because I've had it the first time. Two or three times, Tweaked and I went at it like this. Like, Tweaked put in, like, Tweaked would message me after, be like, hey, man, did I step out of line? Is everything okay? And I told him, like, no, I want you to keep, I don't want you to edit yourself. I want you to be 100% you. I want you to say you're full of shit when you disagree with me. Because, like, this is great. This is what makes for good conversations. So anybody who's feeling confused and like, oh, wow, Tweaked and Kai are going at it. Oh, no, we're not. He's my brother. I love him. Like, mm -mm, don't get it twisted. We express ourselves and we don't always agree. And that's a good thing. Because if, God Zinxia, forbid, if everybody agreed, right. fucking how boring would life be? But Zinxia, 
productions in chat right there. No, if I was still on console, I wouldn't be singing a different tune because I was already bored to tears of sitting in my ship full time. The fact that I can do other things now is amazing. I've even I've shown the link to all of my guys in Opix that have an Xbox Series X because they can download GeForce Now onto their browser and play PC games that way. They want to play Odyssey. They want to have new content. Mm. I get the the console players are mad that they're not getting it. Mm. That doesn't mean that I would feel differently if I was not able to play Odyssey. I'd still be scratching an itch trying to find a way to do it because I want that experience. Mm. All right. I respect that. Let's move on. We've got next up, I want to highlight a superb elite dangerous content creator his name is stealth boy he's been away for a few months he's come back his newest video takedown tactics is 27 minutes 14 seconds long there is the link in the live chat obviously we're not going to play a 27 minute long video but if there was a 27 minute long video we would play this would be it this guy is fucking amazeballs I'm telling you right now, if you play Elite Dangerous, number one, immediately click on that link, go to his channel and subscribe. Number two, watch that most recent video. And number three, for the love of God, after you're done with that, click the thumbs up button. He deserves it. He gives you a breakdown of a mission that, number one, it has an overview of the mission, like highlights what your objectives are. It breaks down like the map of this type of base and where you should go to look at to get access to this like level one buildings, level two buildings, level three buildings. Scan this here. Here's how you do that. Here's how you move into this quadrant. Here's how you get past this type of guard. Here's how you access to turn off the alarms. Here's how, like every step of the way. It's a half hour long video. That video is better than any piece of content I have ever created. Stealth Boy deserves your love, deserves your likes, deserves your subs, deserves your bell notification. I don't know, man. If he sells fucking merch, go buy his bullshit because it's fucking amazing. If you are still a fan of Elite Dangerous and you are not subscribed to Stealth Boy... You owe me an explanation because you're just fucking wrong. I love this guy. He's good. And honestly, after watching his video, I kind of wanted like, mm, maybe I should log back into Elite Dangerous and go do a couple ground missions on these bases. I'm not a fan of like just the, just the shooty shooty shotgun in the face. I've done that for a living. I'm not interested in it. But like this guy makes it look good. Um, does anybody have anything they want to pop in on Stealth Boy? Uh, Tweaked, you fucking better. You're you're the elite fanboy. You better hop in on this. Yeah, Stealth Boy is great. He's been doing this for a while. His videos are a lot of fun. He's real good at it. It's not my <laughs> cup of tea, per se, because I am, um, well, I grew up on Star Wars. My favorite character was Han Solo. I'm a much more bring him on. I prefer a good fight. So I go in guns a blazing more than I do sneaking around. But if you want to learn how to sneak around, this oh. dude is the way to learn it. 
dude, he does guns a blazing too. He does sneak in, sneak around until X point, and then he does guns a blazing like crazy. In that video, he killed everybody in that town, man. Oh yeah, yeah. No, there's no doubt. But I like, I, I just, I don't know. I don't like sneaking all that. Okay. Very often. I got yeah, you. Stealth boy. When he first came in, he was, he was good, and he he finds his way to do it. He stealth boy is a good tutorial to learn how to because there's a lot of missions that require you sneak around you can't go in guns a blazing mm. so. very good for people to learn okay i'm seeing would you ever collab with dg360 man i i know dg360 uh from his work i i'll just say this we would collab with just about anybody so long as they're willing to you know be within certain bounds or whatever but we're definitely not shy about things but you know dg360 has never reached out on anything and uh he is definitely anti-elite you know he refers to elite as uh erectile dysfunction um i don't necessarily share that belief i have problems with elite for sure but i have a little more respect for it than that he is for sure a huge fan of star citizen which i also am uh, I mean, just, just, it would have to, 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 it would have to line up. Let's just put it that way. Um, if Space Tomato wanted to do something, I would without hesitation. If, uh, uh, um, you know, anything ever Soul Citizens or any of the Soul Citizens want to do, I'm down for them. Uh, uh, Subliminal, I'm always down. Uh, Morphologist, I'd be down. Um, um. You know, Super Mac Brothers or, or uh, um, you know, I love the Burrs from the Elite community. You know that I'm a huge fan. I'm madly in love with, uh, um, uh, why am I blanking on his name now? The, 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 the Dutchman, um, fuck, D2EA, Down to Earth Astronomy. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I love Hawks. I love uh you know so many so many people um if anybody wants to do anything together uh for sure you know just contact me um but but like as far as throwing out a name and be like would you work with them we would work with just about anybody very few exceptions um uh you know so yeah of course um all right does anybody uh else chad Pops or Fist have anything they want to add with regard to the Stealth Boy video before we move on? It's it's phenomenal, and you should really check out his work. Can't comment on it. I haven't seen it yet, so okay, <laughs> you know, fair enough, fair enough. Tweak, I want to turn it over to you uh, to take a moment. I want you to pitch uh, with regard to Opix operation to defend against the Russians. Basically, there's a group of Russians who do not ever play in open um who we have reason to very decent reason based on their amount of poll that they've done that they're using bots or whatever to suspect that and they are attacking opix territories i anyone who is an elite dangerous player right now i want to strongly give if you care at all what i think i want to give my full support to opix on this matter Tweak, why don't you hop in, explain what areas and what's going on, and let's do a call to arms and see if we can't push these Russians out, like full-on sure. Zelensky style. Sure. Well, quick synopsis here. I mean, you heard my passion. 
you you heard I still love Elite Dangerous, mainly because we created OPEX. We created Open Pilots Initiative two and a half-ish years ago, I guess it was. We currently are up to 190, I think close to 195 members on Xbox currently. And because we're so new to PC, about 20 or so on PC right now. Mm-hmm. Um, we now have proof that the game is not quite dead because there are still some people playing it. And about a week or two ago, all of a sudden, we noticed that there was a couple random fleet carriers in one of our main systems, our a system where our raw material trader is that we own. And so we, we see that kind of thing. Somebody reports it, and we keep an eye on it. And then within a couple of days, our influence had dropped like 20%, which is drastic for us. So we put out the call. We, we said, hey, uh, what are you guys doing? And long story short, this turned th- this has become it's it's happening because of a power play thing these guys agent bgs are a merc squad from russia that have it out for archon delane and our space borders along it's all archon delane space in there so they basically tool around the galaxy and they try to ruin all of archon delane's space because for those of you that don't know certain factions work better with certain power play leaders and it just so happens the type of government that we are a cooperative happens to benefit Archon Delane and in turn it benefits us if Archon Delane runs the territory so mm. it makes for a very healthy BGS all of, all all the way around mm. so now these guys have shown up and they are honestly kicking our ass we've never lost in the bgs uh this goes all the way back to when we were in lsr and we had the big xo war to creating opix and expanding from one system into now 47 soon to be 48 systems we've never lost the bgs i know my bgs we we all are very good at our bgs we cannot stop the tide of losing the influence in this one particular system which tells me because they only have two fleet carriers there that I know of that I, that I've seen and they could have a lot of commanders on those carriers sure but we also keep track of the BGS work that's going on and I can honestly say there has been a lot of BGS work in a lot of many facets that really should have us going the upward direction and it's not happening They've since moved into a second system of ours. We are now over there pushing on that one to try to get that one back up. So for anybody out there that is still playing Elite Dangerous, if you are so inclined, I would say uh, you can come if you want to help. The system name is Suya, S-U-Y-A. It's approximately, I'd say, 150 light years from Shinny, probably. Uh, Suya is our data. It's a high-tech station with a data trader in that one. And that we basically want to push our influence back up to about 60-65% there. We're hoping we can frustrate these people and make them crawl off to a different part of the galaxy. Uh, Politi, the first system they attacked, we have a backdoor strategy we're going to try to take advantage of since these guys are working us down anyways we're going to consolidate the system and 
and see what they think when they can't win the wars that happen or the elections, whichever they're going to be. But yeah, it came as kind of a surprise. It really woke the squadron up because after the console cancellation, there was, I mean, we still had an active roster, but it was an eighth of what it used to be, per se. And this has got everybody, we're active. I mean, there's a lot of people on and playing and working all this kind of stuff. And Jay is a member of Opix. You see in chat, he can attest to that. He sees all the, the, the talk going on in the channels. So if you want to help, come on out to Suya, run missions for Open Pilots Initiative, run profitable trade, drop your exploration data off. All that kind of stuff pushes the BGS, pushes the influence up. If we can push these Russians out, it would be a great thing. All right, I everybody really like to frustrate them. Everybody that's hearing the sound of my voice, if you are an elite dangerous player, number two things. Number one, join the Black Sky Legion Discord. Go into the Elite Dangerous channel, ping at tweet, and just tell him, you know, hey, you're willing to whatever. Go to Suya, S-U-Y-A, and help out. But in addition to that, look and see what's going on and what you can do to help. Number two, tweaked. Go ahead right now. Get a link to the Opix Discord, and you, you have full rights as a crew member. You should be able to post links. Post that right in the stream chat channel so that it goes into both, you know, Twitch and uh, YouTube. Everybody, if you're an elite dangerous player, let's go push these Russians out, you know, for reasons. All right. Let's move on to... Does anybody have anything else on Elite before I move on to Nomansky? And yes, BGS is cross-platform, everybody. So it, no matter what platform you are on, it will help. 100%. All right, brother. All right, let's move on to... Just real quick, did anybody hear that, or was it? Are you just like, why did he stop talking? Please, in the chat, tell me that you heard the No Man's Sky fucking interstitial thing. The little, it's called a teaser or a whatever. All right. Uh, so <clears throat> it's tough. The it's through the mic, but we heard a bit. Just heard. Quiet still. Wow. Okay. I'm going to have to try to figure out with our tech guy why the hell the plugs are playing only through the external speakers and not through the... You're supposed to just hear it clear. Whatever. No Man's Sky. Sean Murray tweeted a whale emoji followed by Steam, Xbox, and PlayStation sales for No Man's Sky followed by a test branch all since the last show creating a frothy brew of speculation and ending... In just a few days with, here we go, Asset 11, check this shit out.
great googly moogly. So that is the new expedition that is out for No Man's Sky. It is the Leviathan expedition right here. I'm posting in the chat. Here we go. <clears throat> the Leviathan expedition uh, is expedition seven. It's unique in that it has a survival mode uh, with a hook of being iterative semi-death mode i.e. some of your stuff resets, but some of your stuff remains, like the bases. And it has an interesting tie-in to the No Man's Sky base lore, which I do not want anyone here to reference. If you beat the No Man's Sky base game and you know the hook, the like lore of the base game, I don't want to spoiler it for anyone who hasn't done it yet. But the writing is amazing. The hook is real. The theme is unique. And the reward is something completely new, a living frigate. This expedition also ties in with the community effort in that the more people that progress towards shared goals, the greater the upgrades you get. You start off with getting these have these like memory fragments that you get that are like these these upgrades to various components of your equipment. It starts with C class upgrades. In a few weeks you'll be getting, you know, A or S grade upgrade modules. It's fucking amazing it is a six week uh expedition and yeah if you want to go at it hard go at it soon if you want it on easy mode you know wait three or four weeks and at that point every upgrade you get every one of these remnant frag fragment regments whatever remnants are going to be s grade s module upgrades so like whatever man do it at your pace it's going to get easier over time in the in the the show notes now i just posted on the live stream the full expedition notes that's the website that has like a breakdown of you know sort of the concept of it it has some of the details it has the idea of how this sort of you know whatever you know the loop remains iterative whatever like Literally, one of the goals is at one point you have to die. And dying resets all your shit. So like a shortcut, if you want to really be optimal, if you want to min-max that shit and just get away with it early, is start the game and before you do anything at all, kill yourself. Because it immediately unlocks a thing. And then go and gather the resources so that if you, you know, you don't have to die later and lose your shit, you can just... Go at it min-max style. I think it's amazing. It seems cool. It's different. It's unique. They're adding living frigates. They're adding a very cool new cape design. And there's all kinds of rewards on that website that I just linked. It has a breakdown of all of the various rewards that are really cool. I'm super, super psyched. Be advised... There is a bug at this time that is preventing people from completing the process to gain the living frigate. It's basically when you get up to that point, it's saying like, oh, well, the community hasn't completed the whatever, so you can't complete the whatever. Hello Games knows about this and they're working on a patch and they they plan on implementing it Monday. Maybe, you know, whatever. Sometimes shit sleeps or skips or slides. So maybe it's Tuesday, whatever. But Theoretically, as, as early as Monday, you should get a, a fix for that if you've completed all of the things on your own to 
to complete the the mission. I think, like I said, doing a, a, a survival mode expedition, they've never done before. That's new. The writing is really good. Tying it into the base lore of the game in a in a new and in a way that adds a twist to it, fantastic. A brand new reward of a living frigate, never seen before. The hook, the theme, the community group aspect of this, I'm I I am absolutely in love with every aspect of this update. I know some people play Nomansky more than others, so I get it if you're like, oh, well, that sounds weird, whatever. But for me, man, I'm, I think they hit it out of the park. I'm loving this. Let's open this up for discussion around the horn. Uh, what do you guys think about this, uh, this update, this expedition, and whatnot? Why don't we start with Tweak? Tweak, you're muted. I don't hear you. I see you're lighting up, but we're not hearing you at all. Go ahead and drop and come back or, you know, test your shit. Chad, what do you think? What the hell? Why am I not hearing anyone now? I'm seeing everybody's mics light up. Hold on. Let me... What if I switch to Star Citizen? Maybe the speak now? Nope. I'm not hearing anybody. All right. Hold on. Let me test this real quick. Something's going on weird with. uh... Yep. We've lost the base of sound. Hold on. I got to figure this out again. This is. Uh, No Man's Sky, why is sound not coming through from anybody else on the show? Hold on one second, I'm doing live tech support. I know this is great radio. Try now. Anyone? Speak. Nope, not hearing anyone still. Fuck. Uh, hold on. Try now. Nope. Try now. Why am I not hearing anyone? Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Hold on. I think I got it. Uh, try now. The light bulb went off. Hello. Hello, hello. Hello. Oh, yes. We can hear you now. Shit. I'm so sorry. All right. Tech support. God damn. I've fallen into a black hole. No, I haven't. I just am really bad at tech. I swear to God, I'm sober. I'm just bad at tech. All right. So, starting out, Tweak. Oh, she's sober. Go ahead, Tweak. Yeah, I was saying that you really have to give credit to Hello Games because they just constantly are putting stuff out that seems like at record-breaking paces. Mm -hmm. I mean, it feels like it wasn't that long ago there was another... Eight weeks ago. Expedition going on. Eight weeks ago. So it's yeah, and this one's got different dynamics to it and everything. It's it's again, I have such limited time between all the T V shows and the games and all that kind of stuff, so I don't know if I'll ever get to it, but man, they do good things. They one thing I'll say about Hello Games and 
this could be said negatively about FDev, in my opinion, is they really understand what their game is and mm -hmm. who their player base is. You're not wrong. You're not wrong at all. It's... I don't know. It's really good stuff. Uh, how about we move on to Chad? What do you think? Everything <clears throat> Tweak said, it's just they've definitely redeemed themselves many, many, many times over, and they just continue to impress with their release cadence on a very, in a very, with a very small company. Mm. Absolutely. Uh, Pops, Fist, you got anything on, on this? Yeah, they, they've gone through their hard times, and they, you know, continue to, um, oh, man, they, they continue to reconcile themselves and make a good name for themselves now. Mm. Um, now, my thing in, in the game, I was a base. I built a lot of bases because mm -hmm. um, that, that's that been my thing. And I have, uh, you know, homes, pipes running mm. everywhere because I wanted to see how high I could go dig into the ground with them. That's what I did, you know. Mm-hmm. That was yeah pretty much me same i was that way um i wish i could get back into it i just don't have enough time <laughs> too many other games i get it you know it's just like man you know and, and, and like i said again you know shout out to hell um excuse me hello games it is right yes sir shout out to them for 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 their uh incredible comeback you mm. know with this games with, with this game and um you know and just continue on you know progress you know though there are folks that are out there maybe, maybe one day i'll have some time to be able to get into it again you know pick it back up mm -hmm. if so if so you know yeah because we played it for a while with um uh dark knight mm -hmm. Ascard, and us ran around had a ball I think go yeah go mad. We ran around had a blast. Yeah, it was it was, yeah. it was really cool, you know. Nice. That's. Legit. I'm just gonna be honest with you real quick. I apologize, come because like with games, we I kind of have like uh 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 ADD, mm -hmm. you know, in a way because mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like you know one game doesn't keep your attention for too long, except for Star Citizen, <laughs> you know. I get it, man. I get it. But man, Nomansky, like maybe it's not your thing, okay? Or maybe whatever you're busy right now. I get it, but man, you can't fault them. They're doing fucking solid work, yeah. solid yeah. work. They All are. Right. <laughs> so let's talk real quick about the next expected update is the summer update, which is gonna come from late June to early September. That is traditionally the biggest No Man's Sky update of the year. And this year, it's also being accompanied by the addition of the Nintendo Switch to the available platforms for the game. Speculation on the summer update include it could maybe have the water biomes with a rework with megafauna. Could be living freighters. Could be that massive invasion through the dimensional boundaries with additional combat rework and new enemy types, including possible new alien worlds from the glass realm uh which if you are up on the lore it's where the sentinels are speculated to be from it could include station ownership building and modification um we're expecting this in like another eight weeks ish you know it's like the earliest window on that uh so 
Yeah, I mean, stay tuned. Hello Games, killing it. The game's on sale right now. You can get it. And it's got like 18 whatever amazing updates. And it's just continuing to go as time goes on. I want to shout out that there's going to be a Black Sky Legion community event starting at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 6 p.m. UTC, 7 p.m. British Summer Time. Uh, in it, in that event starting at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 6 p.m. UTC, we're going to meet up at Black Sky Prime, BSL Prime System. Uh, let me find asset for that, asset 12, which is the image. Uh, yep. There we go. That is the glyph uh, coordinates for our home system. So you can right now, I'm going to leave it on the screen for a minute. Take a screenshot of it. Take a picture of it with your phone. That way you'll have it. Go to a Stargate. Put in the glyph entry and you can come to us. Or you can literally just hop in the Discord. A link is going to be in the show notes and in the live chat. I'll put it in right now, actually, before I forget. Um. Let's see here. There we go. Uh, copy, paste, copy, and paste it into the stream live chat. Here. There is the Discord. Go to that uh, those that glyph address or go into that Discord, 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 6 p.m. UTC, and meet up with people you can be like hey let me party up with you and just jump into the anomaly and jump out to your system Wintermute has a base right there at the portal many people many people have bases there i really would love to see just a big group of people pop up and uh, and join in um that would be phenomenal on during the event we're going to all meet up at the black sky uh legion prime system there's going to be assistance on player progression. There's going to be group building discussions and various different things to do with that. Uh, we're going to be building bases all around the system. There's going to be giveaways, living ship eggs, exotic pet eggs, and various resources along with more advice, money, help in anything you want to do in the game. If you're new, we're going to be helping you out. So there is the link to the... Discord, once you join the Discord, you have to go to the Rolls channel and choose the No Man's Sky. Uh, you know, click on the little emoji that gives you access to the No Man's Sky rooms. Also, if you're into Elite, click on that. If you're into Star Citizen, click on that. If you're into, you know, New World or this game or that game, any of the games listed, click on it to get access to it. <clears throat> Again, on the screen this whole time that I've been talking, you have the glyphs to our system if you're just like hey i don't do discord but i want to pop in come in and and see what we're doing come hang out with us all of the soul citizens are absolutely welcome to come fist to face pops in space i hope you'll be able to show up for even for just a couple minutes just to get the teleport into our system and put down a little base computer that way Maybe a month from now, maybe six months from now, you want to play some more uh, Nomansky and boom, you've got access to our system where we have, uh, you know, whatever, activated Indian bases and 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 carbon and, and you know, oxygen and copper and all of the resources just right there for you to get anytime you want so you can do what you want to do. 
Uh, before yeah. before we move on to from No Man's Skin, we will definitely have more coverage of this expedition as things go forward. Does anybody have anything they want to add to Nomansky before we move on? All right. That takes us to Star Citizen News. Let's see if this will play right. Let me set this up. Hold on. All right. Let's see if this plays. Now, that was an awesome interstitial. Did anybody other than me hear that stinger? Yep, mm -hmm. yeah, just you. Didn't hear anything. Oh, it sucks! I paid money to have a high-class British-sounding lady read that shit out with sound in the background and all, and it never works. What the fuck? All right, whatever. Star Citizen News. We're going to start off with New Soul. Uh, check out this video.
Hell yeah. That was New Soul, New Babbage and Beyond, inspired by Pedro Camacho's New Babbage theme for Star Citizen. And that was the work of New Soul. Uh, let me pop up their logo right here for y'all, and let's interview them. Hey, Fist and Face, Pops in Space, you guys are New Soul. Let's talk about it. All right. Tell me a little bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tell me a little bit about, like, A, I mean, obviously you guys make music, uh, and you for sure make music for Star Citizen, but, for, you know, in the community, but you also... For other things, you guys are members of the Soul Citizens. Why don't you tell me a little bit about how you guys got started with this, what your, you know, goals are, what what you enjoy working on, and and some of the neat things that you've done and you intend to do. Oh well, well go ahead, Pops. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I talked a lot, but go ahead, you probably go ahead, Pops. Well, this is a continuation from Pedro's music. Uh, we did the very first one from the main theme. And this is the second one in the series. This is from the new Babbage thing. Um, it's inspired by that one. Um, has pieces from him, but then uh, obviously uh, our own uh, rendition of it. And uh, we are um, continuing on in that in that theory uh, from Pedro's uh, music, which is is orchestral. So you have to. You have to kind of um, uh, do a little bit of experimental uh, with it and things that we try. Uh, this Sunday, we are debuting on Soul Citizen, uh, the next one nice. uh, within that series. And this one is on the uh, music from, well, now uh, the best way I can tell you, it's um, from the Tavarian Four, mm -hmm. which fits in with the um the event it's man it's escaping invictus me right invictus yes sir it fits in with invictus um because the way invictus started is from the tavaria war mm -hmm. and it was it, invictus is a an event that was born from that mm. so it, it fits in there so sunday it fits in with the theme of the show that's going on on sunday um so basically, I'll let my son continue on, um, but stop in, see it, check it out, but check out the whole show. Mm -hmm. You know, because yeah. um, start, you know, um, Soul Citizens is uh, they they have a a great way of getting out that information, uh, good information uh, about what's going on in the game, where it's going. Um, a lot of people's uh, um, good insight is. Uh, there are a lot of intelligent people over there, um, very sharp, and uh, they definitely touch on a lot of great points and things and a lot of good guests this Sunday. So uh, please tune in and check it out. Absolutely. Absolutely. Fist, you want to hop in on this? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, you know, so to kind of go back to how we, you know, me and my dad, um, you know, did some, uh, you know, remixes from outside of Star Citizen. It's kind of like, you know, as, as a hobby, in mm -hmm. a sense, you know. Um, and when we got into Star Citizen, um, you know, I kind of wanted to do a, I wanted to do a video of it. 
excuse me, a video at first and didn't really know what direction to go in. And dad came, I think, I think my dad came with the idea, said, well, why don't we remix the main theme, you know, and then put a video to that, to it. I was like, oh, okay, you know, that's doable, you mm -hmm. know, mm -hmm. and Surprisingly, it was around the same time that um, Soul Citizens, along with, I've, I'm not sure at that time if, if they were hosting it with Yacht Club or not, but I know there were Yacht Club members there as well as other people there, but um, it was the first uh, virtual bar citizen mm -hmm. that uh, came up and um, we, we debuted it there. And then we debuted it on, on the Soul Citizen show um, that Sunday and, you know, it got recognition by CIG, uh, uh, and everything. Um, I think it's, I forget what a segment it is. Is this like the weekly roundup or something like that? And they, um, posted yeah. or so. And, yeah. They do the community highlights and whatnot. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, it, it kind of took off from there and, and we just kind of said, you know what? All right. Well, you know, let's can, like my dad said again, you know, let's can, Let's continue on with that theme and you know definitely shout out to griff and uh fast car for pushing us to uh mm. you know um uh, posting the video on um spectrum because we, we were just going to leave it at as as is mm -hmm. you know as far as the, the thing and because you know i was just didn't really think about it as, as much and they said you know no no put it on put it on there put it on there and i was like okay all right you know mm -hmm. and you know we did it and it was, you know, well recepted, you know, by, by the community. And we appreciate that from mm -hmm. everybody, you know, who uh, supports us and will continue on to, you know, make some great music mm. and just try to vibe out with you guys. Hopefully, you know, hopefully soon, you know, we'll, we try to look at, I don't know if this is in the works or, or something like that, but maybe, you know, a dream out there, you know, maybe, you know, not just for us, but community as well. You know, you might hear, you know, music from the community within the game. Hell yeah. You know, because you got a lot of bars out there. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. you got a lot of, uh, you know, uh, uh, little, little, little shops that are, that are, that are out there that, that that's in the, in the, in the verse that, you know, you walk into the mall, you walk into like, I used to walk to the mall, walk into Aeropostale, you used to hear, you know, the latest tunes on over the loudspeaker or whatever, you know, mm. so <laughs> you never know. I'll just, just, just throwing that yeah. out there. I would love right to, now, Oh, go ahead. Uh, right now we are working, um, with a couple of people in the community to mm. help them, um, do their, uh, videos. And we are working on the music background, music, uh, for them. And, uh, and we do it for free. We do it for the love of music. We don't, we don't charge anything like that and mm. uh so you know we we've asked uh you know people to be um patient i mean you know it, it, it is a production um uh, thing that that takes time but if mm. you know you want to reach out to us um you can go, come to our discord and uh we'll be glad to sit down and see which way we can uh that you want to go but if you need some music from us we'll be glad to try to help i feel like we you know we've uh, work with Cod, work with you before Black Sky Legion. Oh yeah, before and it, it's basically for the love of music 
and the love of Star Citizen. And uh, again, Griff, Fast Card, uh, really have been a big inspiration mm. uh, to us and um, have pushed us in, in a good direction within the community. Mm-hmm. And again, um, it's, it, anything we you know ask of us to do, we you know we do it for free. We just ask you know patience and give us time, and we will work with you know see what we can do. Absolutely, to, uh, you know bring the community together. And if it's music that helps, that's what we we try to do. For real, for real. I just linked in the live chat, uh, the stream chat for both Twitch and uh, YouTube, and it'll be in the show notes. That is the Discord link for the New Soul Discord. So go and check it out. If you are a fan of Star Citizen, if you're a fan of music and sci-fi, if you are a content creator that wants to speak to them about maybe getting that, you know, some, um, some, some, like, uh, a piece uh, created, uh, they... New Soul created a piece for us at Black Sky Legion. We use it as uh, as like a default uh, intro outro music piece. Um, it's it's phenomenal stuff. So go and check that out. I just wanted to make sure that we that we promoted that in specific. Um, I think I what I would love to see from New Soul. I would love to see a rock opera album. I would love to see like a themed album that literally just whatever theme fan like strikes your fancy. You can't tell an artist like, Hey, make a this. I mean, you can, mm-hmm. but you're kind of a dick, but like, I would love to see you guys pick an album and just, you know, whatever the, the, the sounds of Stanton or sounds of piracy mm-hmm. or sounds of mining or sounds of bounty hunting or sounds of mission running sounds of cargo running sounds of, Whatever it is that 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 strikes your passion, I would love to see a themed album from New Soul based on whatever. And I know that that's yeah. sort of a shitty thing to be like, "Hey, make me an album." But like, I would love mm-hmm. to see you guys. You know, yeah. I well, we are continuing on with the like. This is the third the third one in the series coming up mm. on Sunday. Is from Pedro's music. Like we said, he was on the main theme. Yeah. New Babbage. And then this one is from the Tavarian War um, theme. But mm. we put our own spin on it. Um, the next one that we uh, plan on doing, uh, what we know that we're going, maybe maybe after the next, mm. is we are going to do when Pyro comes out. We are going to throw uh, a theme to Pyro. We're not really sure, but we will do something for Pyro. Mm. And... Uh, <laughs> Probably something in between uh, now and Pyro. Mm. Not, um, I believe. Oh, I know which one we, we've done. We've done the one for um, Art Corp. Mm. Yeah, we already had that one. Uh, first Light. I think. Really? Yeah, First Light. Yeah. yeah, First Light. We have queued up. Um, we are going to probably get some video to it and maybe within a maybe a month or so from now mm. um debut that one and continue on if somebody wants us to put it together as in an in um where they want the music itself mm. without the you know the background stuff to it without the you know the talking and chat 
they can always come jump in our Discord and ask us and request it. And we can always bounce it out without the voices mm. and things like that. If they just want the music, we'll be happy to do that. I would love to see like a project of you guys on like Bandcamp or Patreon or whatever, where it's like, hey, man, uh, promote the artist. Yeah, promote um, the artist and throw yeah. us a couple shekels and here it is. You can you know. get it, you know, the full CD, but like down, I would like digital to, download. Yeah, because I was looking into um, into that that whole thing. It just got to work out, mm. iron out some, uh, you know, things as far as details, understanding of it. You know. And I know you guys are adventurous with regard to like different like themes and different whatever. I would yeah. love to see if uh, like a pyro album. I would love mm -hmm. to see like a song or whatever a song or two or however many that's like afrocentric and then like maybe one that's asian themed and one that's okay. bossa nova well, and one that's like all different jazz all different styles well, you rock kinda, like you kind of hit the well i'm be honest with you i mean i i have songs that we've done mm. that have a lot of ethnic ethnic um uh background uh Hell sounds yeah. to it um and you know maybe you might see those pop up i nice. don't know it's nice. possible you know because one of my uh, my dad's favorite instruments is the gujang mm. and we use that used to use that a lot in uh some of our uh productions so mm. nice know. and of course but, you know go ahead yeah. go ahead no go ahead no i'm just gonna say because like when we, we, we like i said again we remixed songs and unfortunately, we can't put them out there to YouTube because of copyright issues, mm. you know? So that's one of those things, again, too. Okay, right on. Well, obviously, any of these new things, look for them on the Soul Citizens channel to debut there first. Obviously, Pops, Fist, hit me up anytime. I will happily link you know like anything that comes out we'll play it here obviously it'll go on soul citizens okay. first that's family but like you know we could play it and promote it as well a couple weeks later a month later whatever always always hell yeah hell yeah thank you hell yeah all right uh we got another video of you guys with your shenanigans and invictus and uh -oh. running around <laughs> running around at orison uh should we play that or do you guys have anything else because i don't want to i don't want to cut you short anything oh, no, else you want to talk about Jay, go ahead please, let, it, please. Let, let it loose let all it right loose. so here you go here comes this is a video that is uh it's listed as role-playing in star citizen but i would say this is Soul Citizen shenanigans uh, uh, in Invictus Week. So check it out and enjoy the laughs. Warning. This video contains role-playing shenanigans in Star Citizen. Viewer discretion is advised to those who do not have a funny bone and too much salt in their diet. A double dog with ketchup? Hell, put ketchup on double dogs. Double dog. It's a cake. It's a cake. It's a travesty. 
No, you said devil dogs. Devil dogs. Double, no, double dog. Oh, a double dog. Double dog. I'm so sorry. A double dog. Oh, okay. I love it. Oh, somebody else just got off. Hold up, hold up. There's somebody somebody else else. Else. Don't move. Hey, hey, hey. hey. Ho, 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 ho. Right, hold it. Hold it. Hold on, he moves a little fast there. Yeah, you got any food on you? Yeah, you got any food? Yeah, put a light on. Make your business. Got 20 seconds to comply. I'm going to take that uh, silence as hostile. Sir, in order for you to comply, you must show us that you're communicating. You know how running around. Yeah, you might Putting not. your hands in the air. Okay, at least we got that. Thank you. You are communicating. He's just non-verbal. He's non-verbal. Well, what is it you want? We want a shrubbery. Shrubbery. A few moments later. You put all heavy armor when you cut a fight. That's what you put all. I'm here. Here we go. Here's Griff. Let's let's see if, let's see if it stops. Are you? Let us know when you you know. I'm here. He's sitting here with the gate open. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it it, it it doesn't show it doesn't show the gate open on our side. It was at this moment that he knew he fucked up. Platform, we just watched y'all all fall off. Oh wow! Damn, that was crazy. Oh, oh no, I got, I got a crime stat somehow. Oh, I'm in pleasure. You're in pleasure. What the hell? Oh, oh wow! Did anybody wow. get off? This crime, oh, crime, crime committed in the for all oh, this. Nihilus, nobody got on. Me and you just sitting here waiting. They did. <laughs> so maybe it dropped. And it, yep, they all dropped. Oh, wow. Mm, but how? Yeah, write your question. Yo, yeah. Oh, wow. man. <laughs> That's messed up. Did everybody go to Clesher? Everybody there? Yeah. yeah I'm in Clesher. God damn it. Damn. God damn. This is bull. <laughs> oh, that was hilarious. Jesus Christ, even in space, black man gets sent to jail just for walking around on the sidewalk. What the fuck? Um, yeah. Yo, DK right there. I got a crime stat. What the fuck is that? <laughs> that shit. I, look, in salute of that, I have to say this bottle, now empty, of Pops McCann pre-prohibition style Irish whiskey. 
in the recycling bin. That shit was legit. Big salute. Um, that's the kind of stuff you'll see over at Soul Citizens. That's the kind of hijinks they get up to. Uh, we gotta we gotta get into more of that shit. But that that was top notch camaraderie, you know, fellowship, brothership, whatever, and just silly hijinks and and falling through a fucking ramp to a bus. I I don't know, man. That shit was hilarious. And um, the fact that it ended with all the black guys going to jail seems somehow fitting in 2022 for doing absolutely nothing. Yeah. Nothing. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> yeah. It was fun. It was fun. Can I can I address a question? Absolutely. Um, or better to a uh, thing um in chat um without what i was talking about sharing um some music um mm-hmm. these are music that i um i have stems to uh of, of artists that are out there mm. um you know that i don't have rights to to their music to but i've done remakes of their music so mm. obviously you know i would have to go through uh channels to go through permissions and stuff like that and that's a whole bunch of you know ah so yeah. I, I do it for the fun of it. And that's that's the reason why I was saying that earlier. <clears throat> but yeah. but also look, if you are just an artist, whether it's a, a content creator or whatever, and you want to reach out to them, there's the, the Discord which I posted already in the chat, but for sure go to their Discord and uh, you know, hit them up. I'm gonna post it again. If you are if you happen to be uh somebody who wants to commission a, a work and and you know throw them a few shekels whatever work it out with them i'm not their agent whatever yeah. uh no, we do it for free we don't yeah we don't fair enough fair that's very yeah, kind of it's you it's free yeah we don't we don't charge that's very kind of you yeah yeah hit them up and let them know and again here is a link to that hilarious video that you just saw of them doing their shit um, love the soul citizens, love new soul. Um, anytime fist pops, anytime you want to come back on the show, you just oh, let yeah, me know. You're course. always oh, welcome. Yes. And we love, we love black sky. Legion, you know, you know, thank you. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. And shout out to <laughs> Nihilus and Colossal and all the rest of them. They got us really started in the role playing. Yeah. Yeah. They oh yeah. Cool. Cool. Bro. Cool. Everything. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Good shit. Good shit. All right. Anything else before we move on to the rest of Star Citizen and close out the night? Because we've been going for like 19 hours. No problem. Let's keep it rolling. All right. Keeping it rolling. Last week, we did not get around to the SL because we had the letter from the chairman and we had all the Invicted stuff and whatever. So here is a link in the chat that's going in now to this was last week's SCL, which was the AI roundtable, which was fucking great and it talked about some stuff like how they did the update in the in the roadmap roundup and they said yeah we're gonna have uh the pathing on planets or whatever for the ai in 317.2 which is like wait what that's i thought maybe that would come in 318 maybe that would come in 4.0 but that's coming that soon 317.2 the fuck that is awesome news so there is an hour and seven minute long SCL from last week, the AI roundtable uh, Q&A that you got to see. And next up, 
Oh, this was the hotness. This was what everybody was talking about this week. There was the uh, Star Citizen RSI Scorpius Combat Perfected video. It's only 38 seconds long, so you know we're going to watch it. Check it out. Damn, that was sexy. We're going to play that again on, muted while we talk over it because holy shit was that good. Uh, yeah, so right off the bat, okay, you got an Idris, you got Bangle, you got all kinds of stuff. All of a sudden, boom, in drops. Release the Kraken. Look at that Kraken out the window. Holy fuck balls, that shit is great. And the guy is like, oh, let me put down my coffee cup. Also, spoiler, that looks like a little young Chris Robert right there in the face. Uh, that He's the pilot. He's got to go. And him and his uh, whatever, his Rio, his Wizzo, whatever you want to call it, they, uh, uh, you know, fucking pop in, get in the ship, get going, do their Morning. thing. Uh, like, god damn, that video was just excitement. It was joy. It was love. It was pure. Woo! And look at that cracking out the window. Which brings me to our next asset. <clears throat> I'm just going to throw this picture up on the screen for everybody to enjoy. That seemed to be uh, summing up a lot of backers this week. They're like, uh, the RSI video? Uh, okay, uh, but what about that cracking out the window? Um God damn, this thing was amazing. I want to. We're gonna go around the hall. Everybody has to hop in on this. Tweak, uh, <clears throat> let's start with you. Tweak, what do you think about this uh, amazing video commercial for the 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 Scorpius and the the sneak peek of the cracking out the window? Why is Tweak muted? What the hell? Go again. Try one more time. I got it fixed. All right. Can you hear me now? Yes, sir. All right, yeah, the Kraken is cool. It's big. The video was great. The 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 uh, animated, you know, the whole run into their ships and under alert and everything. But you know me, that Scorpius, that ship has been calling to me for a long, long time now, and it's finally here. Okay, it says now he's talking, but he's muted. I can hear him just fine. Can anybody else hear Tweak? Is is there a problem? Yeah, I can hear him. We can. Okay. Hear him. All right. All right. Tweak is fine. Okay. Good. 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 All right. No problem. No problem. All right, yeah, you're. I get it, Tweak. I get it. You're in love with that X-wing. For me personally, that's not the X-wing fighter. For me, that's the the Babylon Five, what Star Fury or whatever. It looks much more like that, and the, the wings go back in the way that it does. But like, yeah, I absolutely, I, I love the ship. I think, honestly. So a lot of people have said like, oh, you know, they're gonna they're gonna nerf it. They're gonna nerf it. They're gonna nerf it. Uh. Uh, they came out, CIG came out and said, we're going to leave it alone as it is for now. We hear you that it's in a good place. Um, we're going to 
have some adjustments for it in the future, but for right now, it's okay. I think a lot of people have come out and said, actually, it's really, really, really well balanced. It doesn't need to be tweaked. It, you know, it doesn't need to be nerfed. It doesn't need to be buffed. It's in a good place. The thing that's overpowered about the Scorpius isn't its performance. It's the nostalgia, the sexiness, the the sheer joy in the design. And let me tell you something. Uh, John Crew and team, you fucking take a bow, sirs, because you knocked it out of the park with this. It has the nostalgia factor of the, the last Starfighter of Babylon 5, of Star Wars, of any other team that, you know, ship that has that kind of X-Week design. It also, not for nothing, it ha- it's sexy as fuck with regard to just the field of view. When you get in one and fly it with a friend, the field of view of it is amazing. The ter- turn mm. radius, it's not too great. It's not too weak it's exactly right but it feels right it feels perfect it feels perfect anyone who went and rented it for free and flew around with it man there were enough x-wings out there to blot out the sun of stanton there were so many x-wings flying around and i was one of them and it was glorious and i that speed and that maneuverability yes and it's not it's not too much fun to fly it's not too much it's not too maneuverable it's not too fast it's just right it doesn't need a nerf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, Pops, what do you think about oh, this yeah. commercial and this little meme I got up on the screen? Well, actually, I, I own one previous, but Woo! then I uh, CCU'd it to the um, Ion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then and you then... switch back? <laughs> Well, you know, I, I, you know, they like we all know what they did with with the ion. But then um, I went back, I, mm-hmm. so I, I bought it again, and I own one uh, again. The lines on the ship is gorgeous, like you said. The cockpit is amazing. The view, mm-hmm. the view from that cockpit is is uh, probably the best fighter ship uh, there now. My my opinion, at least the ones I, I I've been at. Uh, the, the turret had that tail, just like a scorpion. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't want to travel behind that thing. Uh, you know, it, it, it's a it's a gorgeous ship, and mm-hmm. especially looks good to me when the wings are open. Although you can fly with them closed, uh, it, it's a fantastic looking ship. The lines are great, great, mm. beautiful ship. And you and your son, you guys are the Hans and Franz of Star Citizen. You guys are always together. So for the two of you, a ship like this, that like this ship for two people, you are more than the sum of your parts. You are like, it's an unbeatable, like uh, a Scorpius with one person, that's a good ship. A Scorpius with two mm-hmm. people? Woo! Yeah. Fish. Yeah. Oh, go ahead, Pops. Yes. Yeah, no, the reason, and you're exactly right. We bought it so we both can uh, keep it together. But mm-hmm. we also bought it so that it goes in my Polaris. Ooh. That it fits right in that hang. Nice. Best. Yes, yes. Yeah, I, I when I looked, when I saw that, uh, that trailer, I wanted to know who they were fighting. Mm. Somebody with a you Kraken. I mean? Somebody with a couple Krakens. 
Now, if is 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 that Xeno threat? Could be. Is that Nine Tails? Could be. You know, I'm I'm down for some gameplay because you know, I, I've, I've Xenomorph is 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 uh is uh, not Xenomorph. I'm sorry. Um, Xeno threat was 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 great. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Nine Tails was great. So, I mean, you you throw a couple of Krakens in there now in the game and you know you start to see a whole nother gameplay but don't want to jump too much on theory crafting again mm-hmm. but <laughs> yo you start um you start blurring that line between xeno threat and xenomorph and i'm hearing Dooley going face huggers are around I'm weapons hot that. go y'all <laughs> hey you never know yeah you never know yeah and you I- never know like i said again i mean you just don't know but let's 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 try to stay on topic. So yes, sir. the thing is that I I, I enjoyed about we bought what they said, you know, going by the scorpion and being able to test it out. It's very mm. maneuverable. Um I mean it's it's a beast. Like I said again, it's it's by itself, like if you're flying it solo, mm. you know, it, it's it's like a saber, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and everything. Shout out to GoMad for that. Mm. And but when you add that second person. You know, on a turret, on, on a turret, and mm. I mean, just the extra firepower. Oh my goodness! Ugh. Mm. Delete. Now, which, which to the balancing point, you could say the same thing about the hurricane. Oh, correct. Yeah, and you're right. And, you're and, right. and the hurricane is is a beast as well. And because I, mean, I think on a hurricane, which you can put like a size four on the on the front guns, and mm-hmm. you know the same size threes only on the on the turrets mm-hmm. and everything i think you get a little more you get, you get you get more firepower though out of the scorpions though but keep in um, mind you, keep in mind the mm-hmm. difference between the scorpions and the hurricane and i'm only saying this this is this isn't me shitting on the scorpions y'all understand this mm-hmm. this is me saying don't nerf the scorpions with regard to the scorpions you've got those wings which are a greater cross section you lose a wing you lose the gun that's on that wing yeah. Uh-huh. Also found right. what, what little bit I've been able to fly it is I don't think I can take a collision as easily as even in my Gladius. Like if I get run into in my Gladius, there's times I'll survive. Mm-hmm. So far, if I get collided into in my Scorpius, I don't usually survive. So mm-hmm. I think that's one of its weaknesses. But with the firepower and the style points that it has, that's a perfect balance. Oh. Mm-hmm. I mean, don't get me wrong. Again, to be clear, I'm not saying the Scorpius sucks. I'm saying don't nerf the Scorp. Fist, you were in the middle of something, I think, before you got interrupted. No, no, I'm, I'm said, You know, don't. I, and I agree. Don't, don't nerf it. Um, it's, it's a great ship. Sits where it's at. Mm. Uh, you know, looks it again. You know, if you can get two people in there, it is its beast. But it has its it has its uh weak points, you know. Um, if if you shoot off its wings, basically it's it's down uh its weapons, mm. you know. Mm-hmm. So it it it's it's not a a, a a full on hey I'm just gonna run and you know delete everything. But if if it gets if it gets you in this cross sites and you you sitting in it long enough, definitely. We'll go down. No question. No question. Pops, you had something you were yeah. you were saying. No, just saying, you know, 
basically now I, I had a uh, question beyond what was, did they up the count of the um, torpedoes? I, I, I believe they did. They up yeah, the torps. Like, they up the torps, and they upped it to uh, from two size one shields to the size two shield. Yes, sir. Yeah. Does anybody remember how many torpedoes it had? I think it's what sixteen. I I think is it's it? double now what it had before. It's, it's six. That... It's sixteen missiles. Yeah, 16. I think it was. I think it was yeah. eight, and now it's sixteen, or it was twelve, no, and now it's sixteen. It was. It was eight. Yeah, it no, doubled. It. Doubled it. Yeah. And how many are on the hurricane? Anybody know? A lot less. I uh, want to say 12, yeah. 8 or 12, I want to say. I could be wrong. Yeah. I was like, wow. Because when I heard it, I really wasn't I was like, because I didn't count them. I was like, 16? Ah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Chad, I know you've been waiting to hop in on this. Get in on it. <laughs> Yeah, it's four banks of four. So two on the top part of the fuselage and two on the bottom. So uh, behind the pilot and the gunner. So yeah, it's 16 missiles. So. And they're all size two and, it, and there's no racks. It's just built into the frame. Mm. But it's really fun. I'm friend, of, friend of, I, a friend of mine and I were in the Scorpius doing uh, like uh, bounty hunting missions and we were just uh, melting hurricanes left and right. Mm. With all of with both of us on it at the same time, it's it's really like the hurricane killer, literally, because mm. hurricanes were incredibly difficult to kill before this. Of course, mm. now they've buffed up uh, Cutlass Blacks, so now they're they're difficult to take out. I mean, as a Cuddy Black owner, I am mad at it. It kind of needed it, right? <laughs> I mean, the Cuddy Black was so good, and then in three fourteen. When they did the big rebalance, they just sort of nerfed the, the living hell out of the maneuverability of it and, and whatnot. And it made it to where the Cuddy Black went from really, really, really good to like, oh, that's painful. But I did not sell my Cuddy because I knew it was going to come back around. Just like I'm telling you right now, I'm not selling I've got an Aries Iron. I ain't selling it because it'll come back around. Just wait. Oh, yeah, it'll, just it's wait. It's going to come back. Yeah, just yeah. wait. So it the, just, fit, it just fit me and my son better, you know, as far as since we fly together. Mm. Yeah. Than, than the Ion. But I, I had to have it because the Ion is a gorgeous ship. Oh, it, so it good. Is. Oh, my Prettiest goodness, ship in the verse. Ooh. Prettiest oh, ship. Man, it, yeah, sexy. Hell they, yeah. they one thing they know how to do is make some sexy ships. Oh yeah, sure do. Yeah, yeah. So the default loadout of the Hurricane is it's looking like four missiles, uh, size two ignite twos. Yeah, with a rack size of two. So yeah. Hmm. Uh, I'm trying to look specifically to see. That's all I'm saying. All right. So, like I said, that was the uh, amazing uh, commercial for the uh, uh, Scorpius, which is an amazing uh, uh, ship all on its own. Whether you want to call it a Gunstar or a Star Fury or an X-Wing, you know, you do you, boo. But um, I get it. Everyone says X-Wing, but for me, it's a Star Fury. You know, whatever. But... Uh, Looking out, just that couple seconds looking out the window and seeing the Kraken, 
I honestly think that excited people just as much. Like the crowd went wild for that shit. The old so the new crowd went wild for the Scorpius. The old crowd went wild for the Scorpius and the Kraken. Like it wasn't like people were sleeping on the Scorpius. But like the Kraken people were like, Ooh, I want to go to there. Anybody have anything on that before I move on? I know you got something, Chad. Uh, other than it's the ship is amazing. Uh, <laughs> they did everything right. It has a built-in gun rack. Mm-hmm. So there's a button underneath the cockpit where you can lower down a gun rack. You can hold two large weapons and two handguns, as well as two separate storage compartments, one for the pilot, one for the gunner. Mm-hmm. So and there will be a point when you won't be able to wear backpacks and armor in this ship, just your flight suit. It won't allow mm-hmm. you to. So you'll have to you'll have to put your armor and your weapons in the ship, stowed away while while you're traveling to wherever you're going to go. Hell yeah! So uh, great design overall. Super impressed. And they're not done with it. They're going to be doing more upgrades to it. They're going to have it have the, like a tri wing mode where the wings are together. They're going to add better aerodynamics, and mm. it's just the beginning. All right. And there, yes, of course, I know people are commenting on, I haven't seen it specifically in this chat, but people have commented on it nonstop of like, hey, that's weird. You can fire your guns when the wings are swept back and you're firing through the fuselage. <laughs> yes, small bug. They'll get to it. It'll get, it'll get addressed. It'll just trust me. It'll be coming, coming soon. All right. So let's hop into the next thing we have was the ISC, which is going to be the last video we played for you tonight. We're going to pop this on for a couple minutes, enjoy this, and we're going to talk about it, and then we're going to get shit ready to close out. Here we go. It's a it's a Drake-manufactured ground vehicle that's called the Mule. I mean, it's a little on the nose. Anyone that's played Star Citizen and done a, uh, a box collection mission will be pretty familiar with the sort of the ways you have to do it and from watching players play these missions it's clear that there is scope to improve people's lives there. So let's say that you and your friends have just picked up a cargo collection or cargo delivery mission or something like that. That means that you need to go to a planetside location, manually collect a whole bunch of carryable cargo and then cart it to some other location. The mule comes in here where you can launch a ship however far away from the location as you need to, drive the mule in. It looks like this chunky industrial thing, but um, it, it definitely accelerates and, uh, you know, it, it yeah nips around. I, I got nothing but nip nips. <laughs> Loaded up with six carryable boxes and then drives them all back in one go save you a few round trips well what what makes it drake is it's kind of like almost low-tech styling so for example chunky pipes in the interior and yeah like they're just quite low-tech when we were building the mule we were conscious of trying to make it fit in as many ships as possible and size wise if you can fit a rock on board your ship you can fit a mule Visually, my favorite part is either the entrance door, because it has these big beaming lights on there that kind of light your way, but it just gives it like a really nice character to it. Or the front arms, as I said, like when they deploy, it just looks like it's trying to give you a hug. And it's just like these little arms that kind of fold out and uh, yeah, it it makes it look kind of cute. 
that and like the oversized wheels kind of make it look like a Tonka truck. Um, so yeah, it's yeah, it's just a cute little thing, you know. The Drake Mule is a fantastic addition to the game. It is a real big quality of life time saver for those that do box missions. And then in the future, with the cargo refactor, its next big use will be actually helping you load your vehicles, um, loading these big SCU crates from where the cargo is delivered via a freight elevator. And with the cradle in the back and the forklift at the front, you can then essentially ferry two uh, large SEU crates towards your ship and onto your ship, depending on your ship, if, if your ship is capable of having it attached like that. The Drake Mule is the latest in a recent line of small utility ground vehicles designed to improve the first-person non-combat experience and provide more opportunities for expanded and emergent gameplay than ever before. And it'll make its straight-to-drivable debut in the persisting universe during this year's Invictus launch week. But that's not all, because the event has also brought with it the long-awaited Scorpius. With its popular styling and notable firepower, let's learn more about this tandem terror from Robert Space Industries. The, the in-game one, not the, well, I suppose it's both. My favorite aspect of the ship, if I could pick only one, this ship definitely has an unforgettable silhouette when you first see it, it you can definitely tell that it's going to be you know something that you need to take seriously it's something which you're not really going to forget anytime soon when you see it so we have a few heavy fighters in the game we've got the Barry defender the anvil hurricane the super hornet and they all uh, cater for players who enjoy combat but they want to have a bit more um, cooperative combat between you and another player who are in one ship taking on the hordes of enemies. Something that makes these two-person heavy fighters uh, special compared to uh, smaller ships is just that shared experience of combat. It's just a much nicer uh, gameplay experience when you're in this one ship taking on the world uh, rather than two people doing their own thing. So the Scorpius is a heavy fighter. It's quite agile given its size. It's a two-person ship and the gunner is in control of a remote turret. When we first conceived the concept of this ship, um, we didn't have the tech in place to have moving turrets. Um, so I worked with Yogi and Mark um, to get this in place. And for the first time, you'll be able to control where the turret sits on the ship. And it's also the first ship in Star Citizen to feature the, the iconic wing split. We added a ship transform hotkey. So when the landing gear is retracted, you can use Alt and K to deploy the wings without having to also deploy the um, landing gear at the same time. There were certain elements from other RSI ships, which we've taken, most notably the thrusters. But honestly, this thing does stand on its own two feet, I think more than the average ship. We were almost leaning towards a, a more uh, stealthy, sort of futuristic feel for the ship and kind of what that would look like and mean to RSI if they were to progress down that route. 
So since concept, it's doubled its missile loadout, so it's now got 16 size 2 missiles. And the shields have gone up to a single size 2 shield, which is uh, pretty hefty in the current uh, combat meta. Whilst the Scorpius will be launching at Invictus Launch Week, development is not stopping on the ship. There are some things that we want to do with it in the future, but they weren't essential to the, the vehicle releasing. This ship is for someone who wants a, an agile ship that also does a lot of damage. In future, what we would like to do, so, you know, wings retracted, maybe the ship can um, gain more momentum, go have more agility. That is something we do want to look back at in the future. So what did we learn this week? Well, we learned that Drake may not have the flashiest looks, but their focus on utility and usefulness can never be questioned with the upcoming mule. That the RSI Scorpius will increase opportunities for those wanting to do the, the two-pilot tango while pushing turret gameplay into new spaces with its unprecedented changeable firing arcs. And that all of this is part of this year's Invictus Launch Week going on right now. Pop on over to the robertspaceindustries.com website for more details. For Inside Star Citizen, I'm Jared Huckabee. This is the seventh floor of the Manchester Goods Yard building, eighth story of the building as a whole, and the first of three that will soon be home to our UK studio. Because they, they, they don't count the ground floor as, as one here. So the eighth story is actually numbered as the seventh story, it's seventh floor. No, Justin and Amanda, you do not cut this out. This is important. We'll see you all next week. All right, folks. So what did we learn this week? Uh, you know, if you uh, release a new forklift, you fucking Jared will put on a hard hat and a vest because, you know, he wants to get in on that role play. What? <laughs> all right, let's go around. <laughs> let's go around from top to bottom. Let's start with the guest. Pops, what'd you think of that? Oh, man, I, I like the mule it's it, it is cute it reminds me of uh mater from the oh yeah disney show cars mm -hmm. um i'm gonna definitely get one if if not at least get it for the token mm. uh, but uh it it's it's they say it's fast it looks like it's it's really uh fast from the video Mm -hmm. It does. I'm wondering how stable it is with the six with the six tire. So, mm. all right, good stuff, good stuff. Anything else you want to throw in on the on the scorp? Or I know we talked about the scorp no, already. Said enough about the scorpion already. Yes, sir. Already about that. Yes, sir. All right, fist. Yes, sir. Um, like Pop said, you know, looking forward to probably jumping on one. On a mule, snatching one up, uh, Drake Day comes around. And, um, you know, I think it's going to be a useful um, little little Tonka truck out there, mm. you know. Don't sleep on it, you know. It'll yeah. come in handy. His I think, big brother might be around the corner, too. I think people are sleeping on the fact, like, because 3.18 is not here yet with the physicalized cargo, like, you don't get it yet how much... I think every cargo hanger is going to have a free hand dolly and it's going to be slow as hell and a pain in the balls to load up your ship. I think that little that little uh, forklift jobby and or its big brother that may or may not be coming. Oh, hell yes. Uh, and we got a shout out in the chat. Pops, 
We need uh, mm -hmm. people. Uh, they're saying they want to uh, find that video to play to their kid. What's the Mater? What movie? That's from Cars, right? Uh, it's from Cars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. from Cars. Mater is the um, what do you call it tow again? Truck. Yeah, tow truck. Yeah, the little tow truck guy. It's little tow truck. Hell yeah! So go get your kid on that movie because it's good shit. Good shit. Uh, okay. tweak. And I mean, I can oh. just really see this being added to the Daymar rally. You Woo! know, all, all these little, you know, <laughs> hell yeah, racing in the Daymar rally now. So you know, we're gonna we gotta create a we're gonna create a, a Black Sky Legion Soul Citizens Derby or something where it's it's two man teams, right? One driver and one guy on the top with like a rocket launcher or something, and we're just do a demolition derby of you have to win this race, but also it's completely legal to ram and or shoot each other and just get together, have a few beers and be silly as all hell. <clears throat> that seems yeah, mule go. team derby. Let's go. Let's go. All right. Uh, tweaked. What'd you think of this uh, week's Inside Star Citizen? Good stuff, huh? I never thought I would say that I'm excited to see a forklift <laughs> get put into my space game. But I you mean, are. Let's be fair. Mm -hmm. Would any of us predicted us saying that? However, no. what it signifies is exciting as hell. It means they actually are really close to getting the cargo refractory where it's all physicalized. All that shit's going to work that way. The way they've been describing that they want it to, it's like, it's close now. Hell yeah. All right, Chad. One more piece in the ever-expanding puzzle that yes. is Star Citizen. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Now, overall, it's great. John Crew is fantastic, as, as always. Crew is a god among men, for sure. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. <clears throat> the innovations never stop. Never. So just when you think they have it all, it's like, oh, here's a new ship, and it's way better in these certain areas, and have fun. Yeah, yeah. Also, just today, dropped the Invictus All Ships Q&A. It was an hour, seven minutes, and 15 seconds long. We're going to play it all for you 100% because we want to be here till tomorrow <laughs> afternoon. No. We're, I'm just going to link it in the live chat. Go and enjoy it. It's good shit. You must see it. It is worth it. Uh, I'm going to go around the horn. Anybody have anything on this uh, today's SCL, the, the Q&A, that they want to highlight or whatever? Let's start with Chad. Well, it was a lot of gold, gold past this, constellation that. But, you know, it was a lot of random questions from the community. I haven't seen it all. But, yeah, it's, you should check it out. <clears throat> There's always good information in it, and there's always surprises because they actually answer the question from communities instead of, like, squirrel, like some other podcasts like to do. Wow. Throwing shade. Wow. How dare you talk shit on Hello Kitty Island Adventures development team? All right. <clears throat> uh, Tweaked, what would you think on the uh, – did you check out today's uh, – or were you watching Obi-Wan for the 19th time and missed it? Yeah, I can say I was a little distracted <laughs> today. I have not watched today's yet. Oh, it's good. It's good stuff. Fist, pop. Uh, who wants to go first? You have anything you want to add on this or haven't seen it yet? It just came out today, so it's not a shame if you haven't. No, I haven't I've, seen I've it. I watched some of it yes, sir. Um, this morning before I had to go to the eye doctor. Mm. But, it, you know, they, they are working on it. They know the issues. They said they got the, they got the uh, fighters to a particular point. Mm -hmm. And then they're going to continue on from there. Mm 
Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I, whenever you have an Invictus, it's, it's obvious there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of sales potential. There's a lot going on there. But when you have the team that they're showing that they're backing it up with, like, oh, well, this isn't where we want it to be. We're working on it. Or this we, we intend whatever. Or this is going to be good, but we need to get this to here. Or these, you might want this to get buffed, but we feel like it's whatever. Like, that shows you it, it's not all about the sales. They're also just focusing on what's best for the verse. Because what's best for the verse is what's best for the game. What's best for the game will draw the most players. What draws the most players will bring the most money. You can't always give in to a small vocal minority. You have to sort of – some. you have to know when it's best to listen to your community and when it's best to forge with your your vision. And let right. people catch up, and that's a weird balance to find, man. That's hard to find, and they're they're working at it. I dig it. <clears throat> Last thing I've got, and then I'm going to turn it over to Chad, and we're going to close out the night. Is the link is in the chat right here. Two weeks ago, we played for you, Sandstorm, that amazing Star Citizen Machinima community video that they worked on for a year that had so much amazing stuff in it they're saying hey we need new voices we need more actors we want people to come and join in on this everybody fell in love with sandstorm when you saw it two weeks ago so here's your chance mm -hmm. go on the discord go to the website go sign up go volunteer go say hey i'm i'll be your huckleberry i'll 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 voice a part i'll be a bad guy i'll be a good guy i'll be a bond villain i'll be a hero i'll be you know in-flight refueler number 17 let's make this shit happen uh i i cannot enough uh express wylander you know chad reached out to him within like two hours of his video going on and wylander who I english is not his primary language was very kind very gracious very uh accommodating and said absolutely i would love for you guys to play my video on your show i thank you so much and whatever like Go support this guy. I'm going to go do it. I'm going to go volunteer. I won't get picked, but whatever. I'll, I'll volunteer. Like, fuck yeah. Let's let's do this. Let's support people in the community who are making great things, whether they be, you know, this group, uh, uh, this, you know, this content creator, Wylander, and his group that made this amazing machinima, or whether it be, you know, Soul Citizens, or whether it be New Soul, or whether it be... You know, Paul Shelley and, and or, or a bar citizen event or whatever. If you have a, a talent, if you have a whatever, you, you might be a guy like, hey, I'm actually a professional machinima creator. I'm a professional, like, I work for a movie studio and I do special effects or I do sound engineering or I do whatever. Reach out to somebody in the community. Make that shit, make a spark, make a connection. Like, put your talents with your passion and let's make this shit happen. And maybe it's just... You know, like me, I can talk shit for 19 hours a day. Whatever. Like, fucking hop in. Get in the mix. Do something. Let's, it's 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 good shit. Um, Chad, I know you want to support this, especially with how gracious he was with you and, 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 and all that. So give, give your call to action. Yeah, it was a great video. And he's going to be doing more. And obviously needs English. He's, he's, he, he speaks French. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the French have a, an extraordinarily active group in Star Citizen from Torada and others who put out amazing content. Mm. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. And fast cart in the chat. If you need someone to say something embarrassing, I'm your guy. Uh, hell yeah. Uh, sold. Come, come join us. Uh, we, we need you every Friday night on uh, Black Sky Legion. Come and join. <laughs> yes, Carl, <laughs> I know. But Carl, that kills people. All right. Uh, fast cart pops. You got anything on this? He called me fast cart. Oh my God! I'm so sorry. Fist to face. Oh my goodness. Fist to face. My uh, my apologies. You're not nearly as sexy as Fast Cart. My apologies. Oh, Oh. he did not slay. Oh shit! I'm not gonna live that one down. The only other additional thing I've, you know, that I enjoyed about um, the um, video, the the, Mm -hmm. you know, is it, it CIG does have that sense of humor. They know things go. Alright, everything is not perfect. I I, lo- I just I just really dug the MSR lifting up off the ground and flipping around like it like it does in the verse. Mm. I thought that was pretty cool of them to put that in. Yeah. yeah. No, you're right. You're right. That was hilarious that they showed that yeah, little MSR f- like a leaf in the wind. I, I always <laughs> think of I always think of Wash uh whenever that happens in game. Remember Wash from uh from uh 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 fuck why am i blanking i was just talking about it earlier uh serenity was the movie the show was uh uh firefly where he, uh, wash would say i'm a leaf in the wind i'm a leaf in the wind yeah yeah mm-hmm. hell yeah uh all right uh tweaked you got anything on this before we hand it over to chad to close out the night with star citizen news nope i think i said it all i mean it's it's a good opportunity if you guys or interested in some voice acting kind of thing and everything. It's just, just go do it. It's a fun project. That first video was spectacular. So get on that stuff. Hell yeah. Chad, take us out. Let's close it out with uh, anything that I missed from Star right. Citizen News. All right, quick news. Um, Jump Town came out to Jump Town. The, oh, sorry, Jump Point. The <laughs> Jump Point magazine came out today about the making of the Anvil pelican i mean legionnaire Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) and uh it's a multi-page thing lots of screenshots lots of evolving how the design very interesting stuff you Mm -hmm. can find a link to jump point from a variety of sources and discords around the verse so it's not hard to find Mm -hmm. uh then they talk about invictus to talk about uh what they did with the the javelin and some behind the scenes stuff on that uh, then a little piss lore history, and then they show what the flare is for next month, which is some very colorful street clothing with jackets and, and pants. It's called from Vaporware mm. um, for the subscribers or for those who want to buy a little extra flare clothing for their character. Uh, next is the Roadmap Roundup, which was super interesting. It was like nothing was taken away. In fact, it was... Like, here's, like, a whole bunch of stuff we're going to give to you next month, which was a complete surprise. Uh, illegal delivery missions, which will include reputation gain, gains with criminal factions. Uh, AI planetary navigation. So uh, planetary nav mesh will be a thing. The first implementation for NPCs on the planet services will be the reclaimer derelict points of interest. Uh, these are all in 372. Uh, so then derelict reclaimer... Additional Stanton Lagrange points with additional stations. Two more, right? Two more. One, think, one around Crusader and my, one around my, uh, Microtech. Our corp, our corp and Microtech. Yeah. Oh, I thought one was at Crusader. 
Because they literally no, said Orison in the patch notes, and I was like, not Orison, they mean Crusader. Well, in this description, it says Microtech and Arcor. Okay, okay. And then the Siege of Orison, the PvE Nine Tails dynamic event, oh, which God, goes officially so live on 317.2, which is has four gigantic, unbelievably large platforms. Monster and areas. A monster. I toured them earlier, and I, like, I got partway through the first one, and I'm like, I'm lost. Um, well, so, like, and, not only – real quick, let me hop in. Not only does that have four massive platforms, but each platform has a lieutenant, like a boss of that level. And you have to kill that guy, and you have to SSE him. You have to, like, pull intel off of him, which has, like, the code that unlocks the little cargo box on that platform so that, number one, the enemy doesn't get those uh, materials, and number two, you get those materials. And then on top of that – there's a final boss at the end, and before you get to him, there's a bit where you hop onto a ship and you fly in there, and it's like a very dynamic insertion. It's super exciting. I, God damn, I just, I think, honestly, there's been a little bit of hiccups and server stability and some lag and some whatever, but once they get that sorted, I think this kicks the shit out of any event they've done thus far, and I'm, I'm super excited. Yeah, Battlefield 2952. Hell yeah. Better than Battlefield 2042. <laughs> um, so then Persistent Entity Streaming, which is for 318. So when 317.2 goes, at the, it's supposed to go live at the end of June. Around shortly after there, they're going to do, go to the PTU for Alpha 318, which will be in testing for two to three months months mm. so this is a gigantic addition to the back end which is key for s server meshing mm. which will be will to be later in the year persistent entity streaming which will bring with it physicalized inventory phys physicalized cargo complete finally mm. will will change the game in many many ways when that's when the mule will become a real thing mm. uh, so so that will 318 is supposed to come out around September ish and then by the end of the year, server meshing should be at least with the Evocati in a test environment. And then probably coming out first quarter of 2023, officially 4.0, with Pyro. They promise Pyro will be with server meshing day and date of its release. Wait, wait, wait. I'm confused. You're saying they're going to take several months to test the living hell out of all of the stuff they're adding in 318 because it's a big thing? I don't... That's not what computer <laughs> developers do. What software developers do is they just release it whether it's ready or not because that's about the time it's supposed to come out and then just leave all their players to just wallow in shit for several months before they fix it. I'm fairly sure that's what software developers do. Oh, oh look who's throwing shade now. Ooh, <laughs> my bad. You're right, you're right. Uh, but yeah, two to three months worth of testing. This will be um, for players as well, Evo Cadi at first, and players as well. So they're really going to hammer this, make sure it works great. So by first quarter of next year, hopefully server, server meshing and Pyro will be out. Um, and it will definitely be a, a whole new era for Star Citizen. And they can then build upon that with Nyx and Terra and all the other star systems that are coming mm. uh, to, to a Star Citizen game near you. You're right. I, I need to take a moment and apologize right now to the game developers who created Hello Kitty, Kitty Island Adventure. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said that. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, what's next? There was a, um, a lore 
posting the Emperor Empire Report, Incredible Living Universe Scandal, which is like a, a scandal about a TV show. And it's actually a pretty interesting little, little lore post. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's linked on the website. Uh, during So Invictus has been an incredible slog on the servers. Is They've hammered the shit out of them all week. Which is what um, it's supposed to do. It literally was yeah. created as a stress test. Yeah. Yeah. So they, they've had five hot fixes during Invictus. Uh, problems with AUEC, problems with ships duplicating, problems with social services like chat, other stuff not working. Uh, and they, they're, they're just, the live team has just been killing it all week, getting, keeping this stuff up, getting it, keeping it working without taking it down. Mm. Um, it's all worked great. The Javelin Tour works great. The Bengal orbiting stuff works great. Um, the the ship show has been first few days we hit and miss whether you you would get to the convention or not sometimes it wouldn't sh- show up on the elevator let me the, let me, so let as, me real quick let me real quick if you try to jump in at any time to Invictus and you can't get that the elevator just shows the lobby it doesn't show the higher floor like they're doing a really good job of fixing that but if you happen to be in a situation where ah it's just fucked I can't get in log out. Log into the Australian servers. You will get into the shore, the 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 show floor. I promise you. Yeah, it usually it usually works. All right. So as as a as a focal point, did Chad just drop out? Sorry. Okay. Okay. So I pulled the numbers from the. Uh, there's a. Uh, a Google sheet that keeps track of all the all the data from mm-hmm. Star Citizen for their their membership numbers or the money they're making and it's updated in real time as as the numbers come through. During Invictus, they have to date they have had over ninety three thousand new accounts created Ooh. in the last week. Uh, as and they've made just in the last week eight point six million dollars. Damn. So, so the number of accounts created is about four to five times more than it has been in past Invictus shows or IAEs ever. Mm. So this has become a genuine phenomenon where suddenly you've got 100,000 new players in like a week. Uh, and this is a game with no advertising and no promotion whatsoever other than what people put on YouTube. And then you have YouTubers like Jack Frags and level cap gaming who are not making star citizen content level cap just can't make enough of it um and he has he has almost two million subscribers mm-hmm. uh whereas jack frax has over three and a half million and these are these videos are getting are getting hundreds of thousands even millions of views so suddenly the greater public is more aware of this is more like the gaming public there are also more articles coming up that are actually reporting the facts on star citizen instead of clickbaity things like $400 million and no game yet. And um, there was an article, I think it was Ars or something, Ars Technica, that was simply, here's the schedule for the next six months. Uh, looks really good. These, this is what happened. You know, check it out. And it was actually like a, a factual article that wasn't, you know, clickbait or wasn't sleight of hand or tried to make fun of it or something like that. But the, the success of this game is simply mind-blowing. And it just seems to be accelerating because right now the money they've made to, to date is about where 
they is about where it was in August of last year. So in the first five months, they made as much money as they made up until August of last year, hmm. the middle of August. So they're they're doing about a hundred percent more per month, month over month, every single month. I don't think it'll be thirty million for for May, but it'll probably be, probably be, you know, fifteen, sixteen million. It's already it's already past months the May from last year, hmm. uh, but it's they're making more money than ever before and they're having more players than ever before and uh no one i bet no one thought it would be where it is today just a few years ago absolutely good stuff all right anything else that's really it um right. in fact, uh, tomorrow is drake so go visit the drake uh showroom just off the main concourse of the the uh, space port. You don't need to go to the convention center. Mm-hmm. There's a giant sign. Uh, you can't miss it. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you can go go try out rent the mule and have little mule races wherever you like. And uh, I bought an account for a starter account for my girl Brittany. We're gonna run around. We're gonna drive the stuff. We're gonna hop in whatever ships. We'll buy them. We'll get stuff. We'll. I'll take her around. I'll, I don't know, buy her hats and pants and armor and guns and whatever from whatever, all the places that she wants. I got a couple of shekels set aside. It'll be good stuff. Um, so I'm looking forward to this for sure. Uh, so it's going to be a good weekend. It's going to be a good weekend. We're going to play some uh, uh, Star Citizen in the morning, in the afternoon, uh, at 2 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time. I'm going to hop into the event with at the Black Sky Legion, and then I'm going to hop over uh, later to the, uh, what do you call it, the Bar Citizen event. It's going to be a packed day. Let's go around and close everything out. Any closing thoughts you have? And if not, say goodnight to the beautiful people fist-to-face. I know we've been going for like 19 night hours. Night. <laughs> everybody's, like, everybody's like, let's get out of here. Pops, what you got? No, thank you for having us. Um, great fun, and everybody be safe, and hopefully see everybody tomorrow at the Bar Citizen. Yes, sir. Tweet. I just want to thank everybody for sticking with us. It's been a long show, and I apologize if I've sounded stuffy tonight and all. Hopefully next week I'll be a little more clear in that regard. But, yeah, uh, lots of space games, lots of space shows, so hopefully we can all catch up on some of that this weekend. Hell, yeah. And Chad, let me come back to you and give you a chance to say goodnight to the beautiful people. Good night, everyone. Thanks for sticking with us for, was it, geez, five hours? Hell yeah. Wow. <laughs> All right. I've talked um, in. It, lo- lots this week. Next week, it shouldn't be this crazy. Yep. Next week, we promise to do a uh, three hours or less show. Uh, we're out. <laughs> Good night. We love you. I'm going to play you out with some soul citizens. Nanu, nanu. Nanu, nanu.